Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, good day, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Good Up, Good Up Black People Check In <laughs> Podcast. How you mean? My name is Mandela, aka the president, mm-hmm. aka not one of the good blacks, aka the reform gal thief. Are you sure you're reformed? Don't tell my wife. <laughs> and this is Jermaine, mm-hmm. aka Uncle Germs, mm-hmm. aka your girlfriend. He's just like a big brother to me. Wink, wink, friend. Yeah, I'm that friend. <laughs> that friend <laughs> that your man has nothing to worry about. Oh my god, are you guys gonna introduce me or not? Hold on. Like, am I here? <laughs> I'm actually going to just microwave my food because I'm not even here. Listen, <laughs> so before... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like this episode already. No, you're no. the star. Keep going, please. More AKAs. I don't even know about an AKA. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so since she ruined... My, she was gonna no, get I want a good intro now. She was no, gonna, don't I was do gonna, that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was going to give her a... I'm a black woman. You better big me up. Like, support black women. The hashtag that everybody lies about. Oh, no, don't worry. We got you. But oh, we got you. Anywho, since we were so rudely interrupted, <laughs> today's guest. Mm-hmm. And sorry, JJ couldn't be here, y'all. She has some things to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. She sends her regards. Know, man. Anywho, we have a special guest in the building. Yes, we do. AKA the internet is the building because we're not in person. But, anyways. She is a Rogatoga. Wow. What? <laughs> what in the hell? She, she is. is. Like asking, what the hell is that? <laughs> she is no holds barred upon the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. She is no holds barred from Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse aka instagram she is an ultimate troublemaker (laughs) shit disturber rightfully she's also not one of the good niggas either at all and And i also i also dislike niggas she dislikes the niggas (laughs) not you guys just everybody else She's like one of them black politicians that don't like the niggas. No, I could never be a black politician because they work for Justin Trudeau. But I love where you're going with this. Please don't. Please support. I love it. She <laughs> is a badass writer. She writes the words, them. She's a lyricist, dog. She's not one to be trifled with. She is to be left alone unless you want that smoke. All I can say is, yo, you better appreciate this intro that Mendel is giving you. That's all. Dude, I'm just like, trying and if to you talk, got asthma, go you don't want the smoke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she is the host of the Black Tea Podcast. Co-host, mm-hmm. wicked podcast, by the way. Yes, I created it. She created it. I created yeah. it. Excuse me. Give a good old. And good Rogers up, good bought up. it. Okay, you have to edit this because I sound crazy. I sound I sound so full of myself. Oh, we're not editing it. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. Good up. Good up. <laughs> Black people check in. Roga Toga, welcome. Yes. Downtown, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uncle Germs Pasta, welcome. Yes, yes, yes. To Milena Williams. Yes. Everybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, yes. That's so awesome. Let's have her. Was that good enough for you? That was awesome. I've never been introduced like that. Of course not, because it's already you've never amazing. Talk to us, like I know. This I'm is just going to th- come here every Friday night. This is obviously I won't be going on any dates. Clearly not. I get why, but <laughs> obviously I've been rejected by your co-host and Tristan Thompson uh, is just uh, showing uh, us what Jamaican men are. Why did I get? Don't worry. No, I I take my L's when I need to. You know what, Melina? <laughs> if I was single. You know, you know what? Never mind. It's okay. She's not ready for the Mandela experience. (laughs) (laughs) You really are something. Oh my god! I can't wait to listen to this. (laughs) I just did not say much, much words, and yet I'm already in this. So Jermaine lets me take all the flack and all the criticisms on this. Good, you're the bad one. I can already tell. Poor Jermaine, even though he like was like fuck this bitch when he saw me. It's all right. No, I did say that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. A lot so of people Jer- think I'm not as hot in person. I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're not either. But you are, though. It's called a profile picture. It's called Instagram. It's not called right now. Listen, Melina's a sweetheart, <laughs> eh? For all those who don't know. I think know so. I wanted us to like- do a segment and call people to ask them if I'm hot because I don't know. Because my friend's cousin was like, you were the hottest girl at your school. And I was like, excuse me, not one person called me hot the whole time. He's like, you were the hottest. I'm like, but nobody told me that. So I, I should call people and ask them if I'm hot. But we didn't have room for it. We had to talk about racism in the podcast. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you cut something. It out. They wanted to cut it out. Let me tell you Wouldn't something. That be interesting to call people and be like, am I hot? Like my mom. Like, I'll just call random people. Melina's a piece of art. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I agree. She's an art really? piece. Yeah. She's oh like a God. Virgil Abloh piece, man. You can't oh, get that just any and anywhere. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. Like, she have a good body still, you know? So I was Whoa, like, so thank now we're... you. I used to work out. <laughs> you used to work out. Yeah. You know what? Since we're talking about mental, let's not objectify the guests, please. <laughs> I like being objectified, actually. But... Okay. Our... Gonna... <laughs> you know what? Give us permission. I'm not saying she speaks for every woman, but no, she. No, I. Uh, please, I do not speak for white women. I do not speak for most women of color. <laughs> I don't even speak for black women because Condoleezza Rice was born. So, I, yes, I only speak for uh, <laughs> She's been in the media. I don't know why. I just, who asked for an interview ever? So, see her on The View. Oh, yeah. She's the black Nikki Haley. She's not, Nikki Haley's not even the whatever, the, the whatever she wants to be. Con Condi because Condi's that much of a shame. Like you're not even allowed to be yourself. So Melena's <laughs> not a Coco Becky, everyone. If y'all have been following the podcast, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. That I'm not is... a war criminal like Condoleezza Rice. You are know. not. Jermaine okay. is a part-time chocolate cover Jad. Ooh. Why, why am I? The what did you do? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, I was just like because I wouldn't even be in this if I was. Even... <laughs> but. You do have a new nickname that we will not mention on this episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, can't, I really want to know now. Mm-hmm. Nobody Elena, was... I'm going to DM it to you. Since Jermaine is not making her feel loved, I will make her feel loved this episode. See, this is a bold face. I was the one that complimented her on, on her beautiful body. Where were you, sir? Thank you so much. I'm the one that says she has the soul of an angel. Thank you. God, yes, both you're both right. 
And Jermaine, yeah. I respect you because you do have the name of a like fuckboy. Jermaine's a fuckboy name. Like it Jermaine, really is. Jermaine. You know, his middle you. name is Junior. His middle name is Junior. You don't want a Junior because then there's a father somewhere that's <laughs> fucked up. If there's a man anywhere, there's something wrong. But mm-hmm. so you know what, Melena has completely <laughs> thrown off. The whole... You told me I was allowed to drink. No, you are. The whole okay. rundown of Black people check in. So uh, let's start the week. Sorry. Let, let's start the. Sorry, I said start the week. Let's start the episode. Ladies first. How are? How was your week? How yeah. are you? How is your mental health? How have you been coping without alcohol? Oh, <laughs> I, I have been because this was my first drink. Yes, you're right. I usually don't drink till Saturday. Mm. Um, I'm good. I feel like there's a lot going on in terms of the state of the world. It's extremely chaotic, disappointing, emotional, and sad, scary. But we're all just, you know, going to thug out the senior year of COVID because there's a new variant. And I think we're all knowing what we want. Like last year, we didn't know. The year before, we were scared. But now it's like, okay, we know the pandemic can trigger. We know that it's isolating. We know. So I'm just trying to just be kind to myself. Mm -hmm. Uh Jermaine, Uncle Germs, Pastor Germs. Pastor, I love it. Uh, you? you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I actually um yesterday I had to talk to my therapist. Most people know I'm a social worker, but even oh God, big up therapist, yeah. say oh, her name. Great. I love social workers, especially black ones. No, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. See, that's why I'm the sexy one. That's why I'm the sexy one. I wouldn't go that wow. far. Well, I would not go that far. <laughs> It's a, little far. it's a little far. I'm going to celebrate myself. Be confident. Be confident. Melena's not drunk enough for that to call you sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, let him talk. I feel so bad. <laughs> Whatever. But um, just had to talk with my fair therapist on a couple of things that I kind of noticed uh, behavior-wise I was not too impressed by. So had a discussion with her with some just stuff that um, I've been sort of contemplating and and things so it was really good actually it was one of those discussions that it was overtime but i didn't get charged overtime so you know what great so other than that you know the busyness of life and adulting which adulting sucks balls <laughs> does it i hate it listen it's it's a my hot. adulting includes marrying a clean rapper and being taken care of <laughs> And right now it's Friday night and I'm eating Thai food. Talking to you guys, I love you, but yeah. Oh, listen. It wasn't my plan. I just ate a pizza pocket. So we're up there. We're up there. Jesus Christ. This is what we've come down to. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Are you married? You don't know what it's like out here. I do. You haven't asked how you are. Oh, well, my dog ate my glasses. Well, that looks right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I woke up today. My dog ate my glasses. Um, this week was actually good. The antidepressants are working. Good. Holla. Yay for antidepressants. Oh, yeah. um, a very traumatic life event happened, so now I'm on them. Mm. Um, everyone knows if you're listening to this, then you've listened to our season finale so you're of season one, so you all know what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too, had therapy today. Mm. We bonded over Raga Taga 90s dance hall. That's where that, you know, I gotta speak to your therapist because I'm like. Sorry, no, yeah. go ahead. I was about to say, is your therapist black? That sounds so. Funny. Yeah, oh, she's Grenadian. Oh, she's a therapist. Oh. Good job. 
Yep. No, no. Listen, listen. Let's let's get something straight. It's not the same one you spoke to. It's another one. Because I don't have big celebrity therapist money. No, 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 no. That part I know. Like you put it, you actually put it out there. But I also know that therapist too. Yes. Too. So she's. I love therapists. Yeah, she's awesome. (laughs) She she helped me navigate through my anger issues because apparently I have some. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I mean, yes. But go ahead. My mouth is hot, so she's been helping me to you know tame the fire sometimes. (laughs) Tame the fire, (laughs) not to tell you know everyone to suck their mama. (laughs) Not all. Not all the time. So she's helped me with that. She's helped me navigating me navigating white spaces, like literally. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about because I'm awkward. Isn't it interesting how much money we not to um, diminish your therapy or anything, but just what we have to invest just to even survive? Like even yep. like if you look at black women at work, like black men just walking down the street, like therapy is not free. No. So it's just like navigating white spaces is, is like white people walking down the street. They don't have to pay for that. No, right. they don't. Right. And and that's the thing. Like our our trauma, our trauma costs more, no matter what. <laughs> if we live. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the part where like it's I think people really underestimate the the importance of actually having access to quality, affordable like mental health care, especially for black people. Yeah. I have, on a, on, a, on a daily basis so that's, well, that's probably why you went into your line of work but just to like jump off of what you said like i haven't been impressed with some of my behavior either and i need a new therapist so i'm just like let me use both of you for what like i'm gonna be asking you who this amazing black woman is because i forgot to include that yeah i've been struggling with my behavior just yeah anger sarcasm not even sarcasm just anger mm-hmm. but look at the world yeah i love your sarcasm by the way Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> but it's not always healthy. It's not, nobody's perfect. And it's definitely not always good. Well, we don't need to be perfect. We just want to not be shot while not being perfect. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. It's a, it's a struggle that way. That's for sure. Like every time, sorry, off topic, I'm around like white folks. I set a timer because that's when my <laughs> white voice d- expires. It's only good for about two hours. Do it now. What is it? I have one. Well, mine I use to imitate a black girl that I know that's extremely invested in respectability politics because I already have kind of a white voice. I have like a generic voice. When I talk like her, I sound like this. And it's just so ridiculous because there's an actual woman walking around Toronto that sounds like this. But what does your white voice sound like? It's like I only use it at work because I work in PR. Oh, God. I I can't just do it when I'm around niggas. Just do it. No. I'm just like, I can't do it with a straight face. No. Like, white folks, I'm like, oh, da, 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 da. my name is blah, 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 blah. I sound like a chat, chocolate covered chat. Yes, you, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, do. Pat, no, what is it called? I think we talked about this with Brandon Gonez on the podcast, like code switching. He was like, I never do it because I was like, I notice you don't code switch. You just don't. It's just something I've noticed about your career. And then I told my cousin, who's like the ultimate code switcher, and she's like, yo, I do that. Are you making fun of me? So now when I call her, I'm like, code switcher. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not always bad. We have to navigate. We have to be successful. We deserve good things too. It's not always shameful. We do. No, and you're absolutely right because that's that's some of the things that even with the spaces I've had to navigate, I've had to code switch a lot, right? 
and it's not to say that there's benefits or like there's non-benefits, but it's just the reality of the situation. But if it's the type of career you have, you need to meet people where they are. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people aren't with a black man, like seeing them every day. Like, you know what? It's unfortunate, but yeah. It is. Jermaine, hmm. this is what I normally ask you because you always have this answer for me. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today, sir? Oh, we gotta, we just going to shoot the shit. This is where I throw it over to Uncle They gave Jones. me no notes. I like to prepare. They gave me nothing. I just want to say. No, oh, we gave me nothing. By the mind, no use notes, fam. No, but my worst nightmare is not sounding good. So <laughs> Listen, you sound like black velvet on a summer day. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? So no worry about that. You Lag. actually do. That's why you're the host of the podcast. I get it now. Oh. You too, Jermaine. I appreciate that. I was like, I feel somewhat left behind, but that's okay, though. No, you're very prominent. Can we keep her? There's nothing like a silent warrior. Oh, Jermaine is like the wickedest of I like those people. Like, I'm loud as shit. When I see quiet people, I'm like, you're thinking something. You're doing something that I'm not doing. (laughs) All this, this is stemming from the death of a friend. Right. friendship. Oh. We met at a funeral. Yup. (laughs) at a funeral and we were busting jokes in the reception Mm -hmm. but would the person have liked that prop ian yeah 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 Yeah, he's he would have loved you thank you he's actually responsible for this podcast like stop yeah well that well connecting you two was awesome i need to send you his book that he wrote oh my god yes please Mm-hmm. Conversations with white people, dialogues oh. about race. Wait, why do I feel like I know that title? I see Bailey. I know the title. I don't know the name. Anyway, wow. Mm-hmm. Back to germs. That's that's a little bit of our story. Uncle Germs, what are we at chat about today? Pretty much the same thing we talked about. Everything that pertains to black. But in this case, though, uh, we actually saw some interesting news i actually ran on this actually like i think it was either yesterday or today about actually uh, yeah actually uh about our dear our dear canadian boy you know the Your Na- boy no 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 remember i live in Oshawa. <laughs> he, he he's he's from that side of town he's closer to you <laughs> but our dear ca- canadian hero no we're not talking Did about you just not blame him being from Oshawa at the same time <laughs> wow, you're really a shapeshifter. Yeah, that's nice. actually really. I'm. I'm. I don't even really want to claim Oshawa. I'm actually from Scarborough. Who is the way? I cannot you? claim Toronto, but please name him. It is what it is. So we're going to talk about our national treasure. <laughs> Who's national treasure? Tell us. Tell listen, us. Listen, I'm being facetious. His here. Name. Okay, his name is Brother Tristan Thompson. Yes. Because he got himself into of nothing, six foot ten feet of emptiness, of cruelty, of nothing, Tristan. Tristan, <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen, you act like you didn't know me, like what Drake does when we're at parties together. Mm-hmm. When Winnie Harlow's acknowledging me, next time I see you, Tristan, I'm gonna six foot ten. So, Why? so it looks like Tristan Thompson needs to be sponsored by Trojan. Right. No, he hates condoms. I mean, a lot of people hate condoms. Well, clearly he hates condoms because clearly he he started to have a bag full of picnic. <laughs> Yo, but this one, did you see what he wrote in that text message? I knew he was a literate. What did he should, write? I'm going to send you guys, I'll send you a DM. It's on Shade Room. Sorry, you can t- continue and I'll get into it after. But basically, 
he was trying to threaten the woman and be like, I'm giving you $75,000. You know, I'm retiring. I won't have any money. I'm broke. Cause this was at the time during the show, Chloe was, you know, trying to have a baby with him. Like they were back together and he's basically threatening her over text message. And then he goes, um, it just looked, you know, Chris Tristan can't hold a conversation. I knew he couldn't. By the way, he was behaving on the show. He looked like a fucking waiter on keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, why do you look like a waiter? I'm going to see that picture too. In the confessionals, he's wearing like a shirt up to here. Like he looks like he's being held hostage. And Chloe seems great. I don't understand his problem. Dude, this is very interesting. We didn't even ask her like where her thought was. She's just rapid fire right now. Oh, but the Kardashians, I mean, come on. This is what I do. Some people were like, oh, I can't believe you believe in capitalism. Kim Kardashian's a billionaire. Because they were like shaming plastic surgery. I'm like, I have to do this. You don't. You're just sitting around hating on these bitches. So oh, hold on. <laughs> what? See, Jermaine, you have no goddamn manners. Why? Can you ask lovely Milena what hold she on, Hold on. No, you guys said I was a writer. I write gossip. That's what I do. I, love, I don't do news anymore. I write gossip. Yeah. I love gossip. That was my dream. That was another manifestation. I was going to say, like, before I even asked a question, yo, she was ready. And honestly, oh, I love it. I've, I've added Tristan in my Instagram stories like seven hours ago. I've been I've been involved. I knew that page, once I knew saw Daily Mail and page six had the story, I'm like, you guys are fucked. So, that means Chris Jenner is powerless. So, okay. <laughs> and, and and we're going to get to this, this specific situation like literally in a few seconds. Yeah. But so far with um, the way that Tristan has conducted himself, like in terms of just how he goes about his life. What great career, everything else a failure. Well, I'm not gonna look at the career because his career is career. Oh. But no, he did well. He has a great career. I mean, if you make it to the NBA, you have a great career. Well, somewhat. I mean, there's some hard. that made it, and well, I, I mean, he worked very hard. Jermaine, yes. you go in the NBA. Jermaine, I'm I'm emailing you. I'm gonna message both of you guys the shade room link. And um, a screenshot of when he looks like a waiter. I'm going to do it right now. Okay. <laughs> Please continue. While you're doing that, I'll <laughs> ask you really this question. How would you view Tristan Thompson's legacy, not as a basketball player, but just more of the celebrity and kind of what he's gotten himself into? As a man? Well, the problem with him is that, like, he tries to do this whole thing where he's, like, he's just so unintelligent. And he surrounds himself with bad people, but he'll try to be like, the measure of a man is this, and I'm just doing me, and try to post some sketchy outfit in his, like, giant frame. Um, and he did try to be well-behaved on the show. I think it was a very big misstep. They had him on the last season of the show, but, you know, they lost Kanye, so they needed a black, they needed a black man. He was just extremely unnatural. His best friend had better chemistry with Chloe. Scott Disick has better chemistry with Chloe. Um, and I, so I just feel like a lot of the times with celebrities, I don't like looking at them as a man. Like I was telling somebody today, I don't want to analyze Kanye's body language and his personal life. Like it's about his career. He's mourning, leave him alone. Like if it wasn't for Tristan just being so effing whatless, um, I think all that, so all that aside, I say, I don't think he's a good person and I don't think he can hold a conversation. Like he's, he seems extremely, um, just a dumb. And dumb and proud. No, but they can hold up. Some of them, they, they can, they can, you know, they can have a show for 20 seasons and they have a new one. Like something's interesting about them. Something we want. When Tristan was on camera, there was nothing. We, it was very uncomfortable. I'm When you see the screenshot, you'll see, but I suggest that you watch the last season of Keeping Up because it was so uncomfortable because Chloe didn't want to admit she was back with them, but she was trying to have a baby with them and she needed to freeze her eggs. And he was like, let's start a family tomorrow. It was just so sleazy. Right. And I don't. I'm not trying to have black men and white women. Like, there's a whole Kardashian narrative of these women stealing from black people. But Tristan's that bad that it doesn't even matter. He's a bad man. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I just need to find him looking like a waiter. You're gonna die. 
the no. name of this episode is gonna be Brampton Niggas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, you're even Zayboy. He looks like a shirt that Kanye gave him from like the cutting room floor. Jesus. Like, why couldn't Kanye give you a better shirt? This girl. I'm sending I'm sending it to you right now. No, I got I I just got well, I got the the I'm sending the I sent the waiter. Yeah, got it. Wow. I'm I thought <laughs> I used to bash this man. You're next. But... Yeah. Oh, I can't stand Justin Wow. Yo, what's why up? are you wearing that jacket? He wore the shirt all he had decent clothes on during the show, but it's just like why are you wearing a black button up to the top? You might as well wear a bow tie. What is what and he looks unhappy, like she yeah, just well. looks like she's trying so hard to conjure up something. Because well, they have a beautiful child. Well, okay, and this is the part. Um, maybe it's a relationship thing, but I'm like saying to myself, like with 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 Chloe in particular, I'm just like, like Tristan has been in the streets before. He like cheated, he cheated on on his baby mother, Jordan, the other Jordan, Jordan right. something with Chloe, right. and Jordan ended was? up getting yeah. no the other Jordan. He was who actually used to be married to Tyga, which is so fucked up. They had an annulment, mm. a secret marriage. But she, I forgot her last name, but she was just like a regular girl, pretty girl, posts pictures of him all the time, comes from like a rich family somewhere in LA. Cousins with Kevin Hart's wife, actually. She was at the wedding. And apparently that's where she met Tr Tristan. Or no, that's where Chloe met Tristan. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if that's true because she claims it was a blind date. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's always going to be things we don't see because it's the Kardashians and they're so manipulative. So knowing what Kris Jenner operates like in the public, just the Tracy and just the force behind them and how they get pictures deleted, get narratives deleted, oh. leaked to TMZ all the time. The fact they couldn't stop this Tristan story speaks volumes. Mm. Volumes. He's, okay. he, you can't control him. You got to get him out of the family. <laughs> and not in a Kanye way, because they need Kanye. But like, yeah, you got to get him out. No one needs you, Tristan. We don't even need you. Yeah, Actually, but, we do, because it's fun to talk about him. Well, that's the thing. He puts, he puts himself. He's only 30. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he's 30 now. Imagine all the shit he's been through when he was cheating in that stupid pregnancy situation with the leaking and the that and her having the baby. Think about it. What was he, 26? Like, what were you doing at 26? I wasn't being married on TV to Chloe or being having a baby. Like, it must be overwhelming for him. Who knows? But I just, we, I hate him. So, you know, I can't give him that leeway. All I can think about is, yo, his sex game must be A1 for her. No, he's just Jamaican. <laughs> Which our sex game is it? No, really? You know what? <laughs> Jermaine is going to find himself a 90 day fiance. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's going to be the one that leaves her at the altar. <laughs> Yo. <gonna> be... <laughs> Yo, <that. laughs> but I mean, but the thing is, I'm not allowed to really write about the Kardashians because they're so vapid. I do sometimes, but I just would never write about this. I just think it's kind of sad that you really look at it when you're done. So would you, because I know how you feel about the, I mean, I have my opinions about the Kardashians. You love them. Me? Watch them. No, Jermaine. He, they, oh, good. Yo, you love them? No, no, no. Don't even, no, no. See, this is the problem with Mandela. He throws out stuff that's that no, 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 no. not true. Just putting on. Man, you 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 that guy that throws niggas on the bus. <laughs> That's who you are. Which well, who's your favorite since you like them? Which one? <laughs> Let me guess, Courtney, because she's real. I hate when people say stuff like that. Listen, I don't even. <laughs> this is the thing. I I and this is like the honest truth. I don't follow the Kardashians because for the longest time, to me, they just look very unintelligent, right? Uh, now, my, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
they don't look like possible. they're scholars. Mind you, right? They are smart in terms of their business deals, business. but when I listen to them, I just feel like it's either they're being completely fake or just completely dumb. That's yeah, why they're I, Valley girls, though. But the thing is, Chloe will admit we're Valley girls. Like, what do you guys want us to sound like? Like years ago when she used to be real on the show, they're yeah. not likable. They're just there's something that they've done to um, capture different sects of people. So Kylie has her lip kit, young people obsessive, hundred million billion. Travis Scott killed all those people. Like they're gonna try to make it work. Kim now had Kanye with the fashion. Like the thing is, they just they attach themselves to things that are relevant. Like when Cardi B got famous, they had to have her over and show it on camera. So they're opportunists, but I don't necessarily think that makes them unintelligent. I think that it works for them. And and that's the thing, mind you. Like I said, and they're white. Like let's not forget they're white women. Well, and and this is the part, right? It's 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 the coming across of it's the persona, and that's why I I really don't pay attention to the Kardashians period because I just don't like getting sucked up into stuff like that. Yeah, like, I I'm. You just don't like vapid things, right? Like it's just stupid, kind of. I just don't like Valley people. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> I hear you, Jermaine. Why I'm, are you spreading hate? <laughs> yeah, well, too bad. Like you know, I must say this, like because I grew up. Now, for people who understand Toronto, there is a little section of Toronto in Scarborough called Port Union, right? Oh my God, I'm from Scarborough. Look at you. But I've never been to Port Union. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, so, so for a good portion, before I moved out of Malvern, I went to Port Union, right? Oh, wait, you're a Malvern motherfucker? No, I was- Wait, but is Port Union hood or is it like- Oh no, Port Union is, well, it's changed a little bit, but it's been white. It's been like Scarborough, Bluff, Scarborough Bluffs. Because no, I no, 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 we're talking about Rouge. They have that in school. Oh, Rouge Hill. Yeah. Oh my God. I had a racist friend, and her parents had me over for a racist barbecue <laughs> years ago. This is back when I was like years, probably like um, at this point. Like, you know what, Malena? I've only been there once. Hold that thought. We're going to use that in our, our Cassidy Chronicles <laughs> segment of the show. White Shayna, who used to work at Jack Astor's 15 years ago, you're getting called out. <laughs> okay, Jermaine, continue. So my experience, like, especially just being in a mostly white school, whether it be elementary or high school, really turned me off in terms of my experience as, as a black person, right? That's why it's like, fine, I know how to code switch because I had to be forced in those spaces, but I could not stand a lot of the people that was like, that I rolled with in high school. Like, it probably had a lot to do with the trauma you had to deal with and the way they treated you. Oh, man. How many of us are traumatized by white supremacy in high school? We weren't, we didn't have an analysis. Listen. I was just the ugly black, very, yeah, I was called every name in the book. All right. And, and for me, it was a lot <laughs> of microaggressions, right? That I've had to deal with. Hmm. And, that's, and that's the part where when I look at Kim Kardashian. Chloe, oh, wait, was it like the time where you got invited to that, that rich people party and they made you waiter? Excuse me? That never happened. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Jesus. I swear I remember this story. What in the get out is going on? In this never, wow. Wow. Mandela. Mandela. Oh, <laughs> you made it seem like he was out here like serving niggas. Non niggas. Yo, no, that's okay. That's him because clearly he fits the bill. <laughs> he clearly fits the bill. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give my experience here and then. <laughs> Again, 
but yeah like that's why i look at like people like those and mm. you can't my my spirit can't take them period but i think that that's a part of the reason tristan needed to attach himself to the family because even when he was threatening this woman so cruelly and saying i'm gonna retire which you're, you're not retiring get the fuck out of here. the only thing you can do is hold the ball let's just keep it on the goddamn court but he was lying about that but like think about it like white spaces are sometimes aspirational to people he's extremely a millionaire many times over he's made it into the credit when he had a mistress a few months ago and she was on the no jumper podcast i don't know why he was doing that but this was the this is why chloe broke up with him um but she tried to make it seem like they were already broken up but he basically was texting her like yo i'm gonna be a billionaire soon like he knows i'm a kardashian like once you're scott disick who really has done nothing with his life besides have rich parents who mm -hmm. both died um during the show but like for Tristan he already has potential but you if you go from the NBA to that world because there's money there and I'm, I'm not saying I agree with it but like um you know I'm, I'm sure a part of him is like okay Chloe is one of the most like this is why I always say the Kardashians can't keep a man because they're the most successful richest white women in the world and they literally can't keep a man the only one who can do it is the mom so I'm like something like obviously everybody hates women but like there's just something about the way black men gravitate to that world. Like Kanye did it out loud. He wrote about it. He did music about like he actually immersed himself. But when guys try to do it on the low, like just just say you want to be Corey Gamble, Tristan. Like don't I hate when he lies. That's the thing I hate. The lies. He lies all the time. No, I mean he he ain't real. He ain't, he he ain't. But you know that if Tristan was your friend, he wouldn't be your friend. He'd be like that dude who just like wants to go to the club and find a white girl. Even though maybe that is your friend. Who knows? Oh, you mean like them, them, them black folks on King Street? Oh, gosh. I live there. Yeah, well, I don't even see black people there. The Tyrones and the... Tyrone? Tyrone or actual just Tyrones, like generically? The, the, the generic Tyrone. Okay, good. Or like probably that. Tyrese or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, is that what and they're they, like? Like they get out from the gym and they're just like, oh, white guy. I dated one guy like that. And he was just like... And the Keenans and the Kareems, yeah. Yeah, Kareem, especially Kareems. Especially yes. Kareems. Kareems? You yeah. might find a junior on at regulars bar. So you're telling me there's like a gaggle full of biracial children in Toronto whose dad's name is Kareem? Just from going <laughs> partying on King Street, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? They just go to the club and just look? I guess. I guess, like, honestly, like, I'm not even in that scene like that. I just find it interesting where, like, how black guys really, uh, and this is a different conversation, but. You said a gaggle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just, you know, hey, my mom can't do my hair, but, you know, my dad. And, and then t 10, 15 years later on Instagram, as a black woman, like, girl, go read. Let me, okay, Jermaine, let me describe <laughs> King Street for you, right? Okay. It's all like the little white girls that work at the PR agencies mm -hmm. and inside 299 Queen Street West. Oh, my God. oh my God, I King love Street, 299. Right? They go to King Street. So 299 Queen Street West, for anyone who doesn't know, that's the much music the building. building. Oh, right. Media. Yes, yeah. Right? So they all work in the entertainment, PR world, fashion. Oh, maybe. yeah. Okay. They all go to King Street where there's a lot of nice bars and restaurants. Mm -hmm. That's where they go to find the good black men. Yo, and the good black men are they like in a suit? Like, what are they wearing? Quote unquote, the good black men. Because they're bringing them home to the cottage at like Muskoka, where in they're the, going to be, where the yes. parents are going to be like, well, Chrissy, I just would never, yeah, never eating, expect this of you. And like, they're eating meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, and then she'll write an article and like, it'll be in one of these crappy Canadian magazines. Like, 
my fiance used to be racist and now we're happy. It's like you're on yeah. It's like when you're it's not like happy. When, you want a black woman. It's like when Jermaine went to Muskoka with Tiffany that one time. Jermaine had that experience. Jermaine. <laughs> okay, so who are you? And no wonder you turned me down. You're with Tiffany. First of all, first of all, <laughs> let's let's the record show this episode that Mandela literally lies on your boy. Like, I believe him. I'm sorry. We're kindred spirits. Please I don't do that. Understand why am I being hurted? Like I feel, I feel, I feel like yo, like y'all don't. No, because like- then you don't be one of those black guys that has an analysis that keeps himself out of the narrative. We're all guilty. I've dated. Well, no, I've, I've looked at a white guy before. I'm like, okay, I've looked at him. Honestly, if you look at my, <laughs> my track record, I've I've really never had been in a relationship with a white girl. Really? Never. Wait, Mandela, yeah. is that true? Yeah, he actually likes his chicken season. <laughs> what about when in secret? What about the secret chicken? No. No, there's no secret chicken. No. Oh. No. Okay. Myself, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> I must confess. See, I, th- that's the part where I was just like, wait, wait, how do I look like I went with a white girl? No, because when people are married, they just go on to just live a new life, and then they have all these stories. Okay, what's your story? Yes, what is your story? I'm saying this on the blackest platform on Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. So I hope this does not, none of... You're about to cancel your blackness, it will. No, there's, there's going to be some black women that are like looking at you. It's like, I don't know. I will be in your DMs like, hey, white girl, like every day. But please continue. <laughs> you know what? So the- back when I was 18 years old. <laughs> Full adult. <laughs> you can vote. Can't you vote? Or no? yeah, 18 years vote. old, okay? Voting I was, age. I was in a relationship for three years. Three <laughs> <laughs> Since when were you 15? Had <laughs> puberty started, or was it this white girl first? I'm admitting this on the black people checking. And yeah, you, yeah, you have the audacity to tell me. Yeah, you're shaming him. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm getting ahead of the story before it breaks, before it leaks. Did you before kidnap my... your wife and make her marry you just so you wouldn't be with a white girl? I'm done with you. <laughs> I want I, I want proof of identity and safety. My wife is black, thank you very much. <laughs> no, I know, but like I want for that. safety and identity. Black. What if you stole her just to prove it? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this was a long time ago. I um I didn't know then what I knew now. Mm-hmm. Um and we've moved forward. We've moved past this, these difficult trials and tribulations. I love it. Trials and tribulations. Gotcha. Because <laughs> there were some trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's so interesting. There's always a story because it doesn't have to be that way, you know. It like doesn't. I don't have a problem with interracial relationships, even though you know how they walk down the street and they're always looking at you. And I'm like, don't look at me. I'm not looking at you. And then it's just like they're always looking, waiting for something. And it's just like, no, the problem is not the interracial relationship. It's the dynamic. We all know it. Yes. Like even when I've been in a relationship with a non-black woke person, all we did was talk about racism in his family, racism here, racism at Starbucks, racism this. And it's just like, he was Palestinian too. So we're both angry as shit. It was like my most serious relationship. But it's like, all we did was talk about trauma. So it's just Palestine. like, that's not fun either. 100%. I tried to text him like a fuck boy, like thinking about you, like with the Palestine thing. And he never texted me back. Shame. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about you. <laughs> at all. <laughs> thinking about the struggle. Uh, you know what? Uh, Jermaine is going to use this piece of information against me. 
Oh no, it is. It's listen. I'm already writing this down on my phone. You it, to keep going. No, I want to know. The next episode, folks. Wait till the next episode. What's her name? Oh God, no! I'm not. I'm not telling. I'm not saying her name out in the internet. Is it Amber? Anastasia? Kathy? Oh really? Yeah. She had a 50 year old name called Kathy. Yo, I hate when white people name their kids no, old. What it is wasn't she? Kathleen. Esther? Jermaine got it the first time. No, I got I, I I got the I got the other one. But Amber? <laughs> okay. My wife says Amber Alert. Right. Right. Caution. <laughs> That's why your wife is smart. No, my wife is a genius. Really? She puts a G in genius. I would love for somebody to say that about me. My wife I mean, not somebody. Man. My husband. She wants That's Jermaine nice. to say that about her. So Jermaine, please con- please <laughs> yeah, compliment your future ting ting. Listen, but <laughs> since she opened up her mouth, you need to <laughs> I heard that complaint. Since she opened up her mouth, Jermaine fell in love. Hey. Melena got it like that, apparently. You know, oh my gosh, but then again, <laughs> sorry, back to what we were discussing off the fucking rails. <laughs> of course, this is black people checking, of course. So, <laughs> so okay, so coming back to, to uh, what Tristan has continued to become, right? Um, I, I feel that Tristan is sort of like, um, a little bit of a microcosm of sort of. Pretty much a lot of black men and how they treat or how they continue to treat women, um, if I'm correct, or I yeah, could. No, I, I, I might agree with you. It's very sad, and this is the woman. Like these kinds of women are the pinnacle, according to these guys. Like Tristan goes out of his way. He has a type, and he likes to say that, right? Like he likes to say. I mean, people make fun of him and say Chloe and her faces and this and that, but he said it with that last girl. Like you're my type. And it's hurtful because it's like, if this is the best you can do, mm. <laughs> what would you be doing to black women? That's why we're good. Mr. 610. Of nothing? Boston. Air. What is he play for Boston now? Tristan is just, no, he doesn't play for Boston. He plays, he, for... For? he plays for Boston. He got traded. No, no, no. He got traded from Boston. He plays for Sacramento. He's in California again. He wanted to be there. I have no, no one idea. Even cares wow. about Sacramento. No, I, I knew he got traded to Boston. That's crazy. No, he's doing well. This is another thing. That means he's doing well. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is the problem, Tristan? Like, I'm not saying you can't have babies anytime you want, which, but what's wrong with you? Why would you let us see this? I, I think, you know what? It It is one of those things. And I, I think about, now, mind you, I'm not going to sit here and say, and say, like, I'm different than Tristan or whatever. Mind you, I'm not doing what he does. What I am saying is that I think a lot of the times, you know, a lot of men condition themselves to look at women, white, black, or whatever, as like very, it's like commodities, you know what I mean? Like Like, a prize. Right. Well, what would you say to him if he was your client? if, if, if If I was, if, sorry, for me, he was my client. My questions would be of, okay, so number one, um, what is it that, first of all, I, I would ask, what is he actually looking for, right? 
are you looking for love? Are you? And this is what Scott said when the um, sorry, I watched these episodes of Cheating Ones over and over again because I'm a psychopath and I tape them. But um, Scott said, look, when Chloe was freaking out, trying to figure out he was threatening suicide, you're trying to call it best friend, all this stuff. He goes, and this is Scott Disick. Scott the, the dog Disick. Mm-hmm. He goes, look, he wants to be with other people. Let him go. And he was right. Why yeah. can't we? What, what what part of Tristan doesn't have the courage to just tell this woman before the public? I don't. I want to be with other people. What ha- what's wrong with that? Right, and and that's is the part. Crazy? I think that's the part where I almost feel like with with a lot of men, uh, but I'm gonna say black men because I can always. Brampton okay. um, niggas. <laughs> those people, but no offense, but whatever. Oh God. <laughs> but oh my God! Wow. It is something where um, guys are afraid of. It's, it's either we want something and so we don't want to be denied. So we're going to pretend like we, like we I mean, He's not just a regular dude who wants to stay for the kids. Right. Who needs but, the money, who needs, he has resources. Like Chloe has resources. Like she's been with a lot of guys that cheat on her. Why yeah, couldn't you guys just have an arrangement? But money don't mean nothing. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's a behavior, right? What oh, he does more than anything is accentuate or like really blow up the type of behavior that you have. Right? Yeah, they say with money you can tell how somebody treats you when they have everything, exactly. not when they have nothing. Exactly. Well, then why did she stay with him then? That's the question I have, and that's the question for me. I'm like, if I was the therapist of Chloe, I'm actually asking myself, knowing the pattern that he has, right? And I, I don't want to like gaslight anybody in this. Yeah. This- but I would be curious to find out what is it about Tristan Thompson knowing like who he has been that wants you to continue on to try to make listen, this- but the but the shame part of that is Chloe is in therapy. She talks about it. She has it on the show. She brought Lamar back from the dead after he cheated on her relentlessly and mm. died. And she brought him back from the dead. Right. So it's just like Lamar wants her back. He's fighting with Tristan in her comments. So what just take Lamar back then if you like even if it's codependent and unhealthy like why him there's something bad something about Tristan that all of us aren't attracted to mm-hmm. I, we're not it's he's not like we're, we can't even find anything good about him it's not like Kanye where we love him anyway yeah but everybody loves Kanye but everybody loves yeah, Kanye but everybody loves a lot of people like just not Tristan <laughs> he's from Brampton that's why <laughs> like I said Brampton niggas <laughs> <laughs> I've only had one and it was a nightmare but I didn't know it was all of them you didn't know that we were this but that's this. so interesting and isn't it interesting because somebody on Twitter goes oh Khloe Kardashian's trending so I know Tristan cheated and that is misogyny mm. not to defend again these, these, these very ridiculous white women mm. but that's misogyny why the hell is she trending if he cheated mm. why is it more important to make fun of her and hold this disgusting, cruel man to account. Even if he is a black man, we need to hold him accountable. Yeah. Yes. You're a public figure, Tristan. This is unacceptable. Mendel, I, I agree with it. I, man, I like this girl. I really like this girl. I, <laughs> <laughs> don't no, get, no, but don't get happy. Because mm-hmm. I can see you smiling. I hate when people do that. Why? Because I'm the ultimate matchmaker. People have gotten married on my back. Really? So don't feel don't feel arrogant or happy. Yeah. 
No, no, this is this is not <laughs> against man. Come on, like I actually appreciate a lot of the stuff that you say, and that's why I'm like, you know what? Thank you, I appreciate that. You too. Someone talk with intelligence in us. <laughs> <laughs> There's something there after all the blabber. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, man. It's all right. But okay, there is a question that I want to ask. Um, kind of flipping the script a bit. Now, again, we do talk about inter. We kind of touch on interracial relationships a little bit, right? Don't do it. Well, do it if you want. Because <laughs> <laughs> of me? No, it's, no. Just, it's just more so kind of like looking at it. Because I mean, we always hear, we always hear, we always hear what black men have to say regarding interracial relationships. Yeah, because they're always bragging about them like this. But Did you see that thing that went viral on Twitter where the guy was like, "It's a status symbol for us to be with a white girl." And the white girl they shared a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll find the clip and she's like no I'm telling you growing up like being with a black man is bad it's not a status and we don't like you and he's like no but you do and black we were all just like you look stupid like black men really need to sit down mm-hmm. and you know sit down for a couple of years and really think about the narrative you're crafting I am staring in uptown Jamaican <laughs> I'm staring in uptown Jamaican right, now. right because Tristan you're still rep- even though we don't claim you, we hate you to we hate you and your clothes are whacked and you have too much money to be looking like that. <laughs> Some of the outfits are fun. It's just like, do you have a stylist? Like I just have questions and just your decision making. Tristan, you are still representing black men and all you're doing is reinforcing the status quo. Brampton mm-hmm. niggas. Well <laughs> I think that I, I I think that's the underlining. Maybe we should change that as the title of It has to be Brampton niggas. <laughs> Which I was. Well, what happened in Brampton? Listen, <laughs> bad drivers. Like, what was it? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> People can't Listen. drive in Brampton. I almost died multiple times. Listen, let me tell you something. And in a car. Brampton, you need a car. They are right? so selfish. Yeah, but they're so selfish in the car. So this is what <laughs> happens when you live in a city where you need a car, but you can't get your license. Then you get the white girls to drive you everywhere, right? Why? Why wouldn't you be able to get your license? Oh, like when you're too young. Right. Oh, right? you're talking about Amber now. Okay. No, I'm not talking about Amber. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about her. That was the result of low self-esteem. Thank you very much. And I did not come into my power as a man named Mandela at that time. So moving along. <laughs> so Brampton niggas, right? Mm-hmm. Can't drive, need white girls, or really idiot, you know, like other gal them, drive them around you know, use them to buy tattoos and ting and, wow. you know, take them to the boys' crib, say that it's their crib, that type I'm of thing. I'm not it's mad. A, it's a Brampton thing. Like, for real. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get a lot of hell for this, maybe. But gal them, especially, like, during caravana season, if a man says he lives in Brampton, run. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's guys, there's dudes from Toronto saying they're from New York, saying they're from Brooklyn, and they're from down the street from me. They're Everybody's really, lying during caravan. Yeah, but they don't even do the the. I almost said the Brampton accent, the New York <laughs> accent properly. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. That's so okay. So you're saying that this whole dynamic about just, I guess, what that black guy was saying on the podcast, which I'm gonna find. Um, black men being like held up to the standard of like, because this is the whole thing about black men and this complication and how it's hard to critique them. It's like, they have to be a master in the bedroom, a master at work, a master in the home, a father or this. And it, it just becomes like what, they throw everything up in the air and then 
give up and just start cheating. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I feel like sometimes happens because they don't feel like there's a safe space for them to ask for what they want. But Tristan, you had a safe space. Like (laughs) this is what happened when I get into situations with men. I'm like, no, you had me. You had resources. You have a therapist. What is your fucking problem? Let me tell you, part of the problem is like real Caribbean men, like 50 and above, Maybe From like the 60. backwoods of the backwoods of St. Vincent or something? That used to, you know, ride <laughs> Sorry, 40 kilometers to school every day and feed the goat at four. The, the real niggas. Yes. The ones from- Don't let this Tristan little little fashion boy, this, this rich guy, that, he's not Jamaican. Right. Are so you kidding me? The generation he's never even struggled in 20 years. If he did it all. Well, wow. <laughs> so we can we basically can't live up to you know. No, our no, no. This is not because our... his grandfather was carrying water up a hill one day. <laughs> this is Tristan. This is 2021. It's COVID. We don't have time to be thinking about what happened in the village. Jermaine, I have a question for you. Jimmy, who do you think Milena's least favorite NBA player is? <laughs> I was gonna. I honestly thought she was going to say Dwayne Wade, but I'm pretty sure. It's Tristan Thompson. What? I love Dwayne Wade. Mr. Union, Mr. Intersectionality, Mr. Reading Books, Mr. Fashion, Mr. Finding His Second Career, Freedom. (laughs) I love Dwayne. I didn't like Dwayne Wade when he was a mess, but again, he was younger. Tristan, Tristan Thompson and Draymond Green would make great friends. Wait, which one is Draymond again? They oh, the guy with the mouth? One. Yes. The guy with the mouth? Plays for Golden State, State. Right? Yes. That he's doesn't comb his head top. Yeah, if he... I, I actually like his personality. I think he says what's on his mind. He's he has a, a family, guy. too. He's a family man. He's Canadian? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise well, no, 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 he's not. He's not. <laughs> okay, good. Not. I like him. He says what he really? wants. Really? He says what he wants. I'm okay with Drake. He's no Matt Barnes, who's my husband. Even though he's he's oh, he has a baby with Beverly Johnson's daughter and they have like a twenty year relationship because they have a history together, you yeah. know Matt Barnes because Matt Barnes is perfect. He says what he wants. He smokes a lot of weed. He has a great career. He's proud. He has a podcast. Like he's tall. He's from the Bay. Like nobody's Matt Barnes, but like you can be Tristan. Could have been like um, that light skin guy who looks like Drake, and also he looks Clay like my cousin's fiance. No, no, Van Vliet or Van Vliet oh, or Van. Fred, Fred, Vliet. Yeah, he could have been in the cut. Tristan, you're not great, but you're good. You're not. He could have been Lamar. Like, he didn't have to be Tristan. Listen, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I just know these guys' personal lives. I don't know about basketball. I hate basketball. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do edibles with Milena. Wait, what? How did drugs come in? <laughs> <sighs> if that ever happened, <laughs> I love edibles. For this episode, me too. Can you get me some for Christmas? Yeah. Okay, done. Y'all are something else, man. I can't even deal with you. This is black people checking y'all. Mental health and drugs. <laughs> well, we didn't really drugs because, you know, people like Bill, not Bill Blair, whoever our last police chief was, is Bill now Blair. in the industry. Bill Blair, no, Bill Blair works for the government. He's a fucking yeah, failure. He's a fucking failure, and he's also could lose a couple pounds. Oh, the token um, black one. No, no, no. He's dangerous. Um, that's the guy who quit and, and ran away after George Floyd. Yes. What's his name? He protested What's himself. What's his fucking name? And he made he made Trudeau take a knee. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, he's actually dangerous. Um, what's his name? I'm, gonna uh, I'm talking about the Fantino guy who actually oh, Julian like, Fantino. put people. Yeah, he's in the marijuana industry now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a dick. He's sick. He's sick. I swear to God, he must be sick. I want to shake the shit out of him. Actually, okay. 
I mean, since you kind of touched on this, let me just quickly kind of ask this question. So what's your angst with, with Justin Trudeau? Because me no say, yo, there's enough black people. The hair. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me set this up. Because we have enough black people in this country that supported Trudeau because of his father. They don't even know much about the bad, but they support Justin Trudeau. Why, you have, why do you have a problem with him? So you know who else they supported? The PPC? <laughs> The people okay, here's the Canada, thing. Here's they the also thing with Here's the thing with Trudeau. Daddy's boy, as I like to call him. People have a relate, especially black people, especially black people invested in the Canadian dream and respectability Great. politics, which is yeah, which is very closely tied to this multicultural haven lie that we live on. A lot of them believe Pierre Trudeau, who was actually literally before Carolyn Bennett, the indigenous crypt keeper, so dangerous. Some of the stuff he said about indigenous people are disgusting, but this is Canada. This is the way we treat indigenous people. But Justin Trudeau is just, you know, um, he was a teacher who wore blackface. Because the thing about him, I want us to look at him as a man outside of his role because he uses his role constantly. And I understand he's constantly making mistakes, but it never matters because he knows, he's arrogant enough to know that people just inherently trust him. He's attractive, he's charismatic. I, I used to love him yeah. when he was elected. Um, and it, this whole promise, like I think people are reminded of in the mid eighties where Trudeau did a bunch of immigration stuff and a lot of Caribbean people got to come here. They yeah. associated with him, that's politics. I mean, he's make. Pierre Trudeau is a brilliant politician. So is Justin, as dumb as he is and as bad. His decision-making, his mistakes, his walk back. See, Justin Trudeau will always apologize. He will always put his hand on his chest. He will always find a Black person to hug. He will always kiss somebody on the lips, right? Like, I think Justin Trudeau is a brilliant politician. I don't think he's a, oh, I don't know him as a man, but I think he's an absolute failure as a prime minister and as a leader of his party. And I think that we talked about this on my show too, like, I mean, Dalton, every day, it's just like, hey, how are you? I hate Justin Trudeau. And I was like, ooh, can we really be doing this on the podcast every day? Like, I didn't get a chance to really talk about it. Because it's just, we, there's such a deep critique there because it's hurtful. It gets hurtful. When you see the things he does, when you see these backdoor deals, what he did with the pipelines, like the, yeah. the way he, he makes his MPs vote. Like, it, I just, it's so disappointing. Not because I believed in him, but because I believed in his campaign in 2015. And he's going back on not only specific campaign promises, but just generally, like, liberals i've realized i mean everybody knows like a white liberal woman white feminism white this we really need to start looking at i don't care what color you are not to be like those people that are like oh it's your blue or purple but i don't care who you are if you identify as a liberal or a democrat then you're okay with compromise and you think that some people should die it reminds me of covid yeah. because there's always thing. a sacrifice what? you left out one thing about justin trudeau he did not bring out the gospel choir Oh my, just, oh my god wait because even joe wait. biden brought out the choir <laughs> yeah but even, like, yeah, joe biden and nancy pelosi in, in those cloths like apologizing nancy and this is what i hate about these white politicians that are old which is all of them here and in the states leave let other people lead nancy pelosi you've been uh, you're about 119 years old there are things that you could have been proud of and you're very, a lot of great things you did. But like most white women, like Ginsburg, like these, there's there's holes there, there's blind spots, but you're old as shit. Why don't you just, and this is her whole thing with AOC and the squad, there's always this tension because it's like, they don't want to leave. You have to relinquish, it's the end of the world. At least let younger people try to leave. That's how I basically feel about these, because politics is just such a, um, there's no inclusion there. It's just all about connections, especially with, and we like to, and you can always tell a fake 
progressive by how they go after people on the right wing, right? Like if you're not going, if you don't hate Obama, I don't even talk to you. Because like, if you're, if the only thing you do is, is critique conservatives, we already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fact. Oh, by the way, shout out to Dalton, y'all. That's I don't trust. I love I, him. Isn't he awesome? I, I miss talking to him, honestly. I don't, yeah. I don't trust none of them niggas. It's, it's honestly, I, I, and I agree with, um, with, with Mandela for me, when it comes to Justin, I never really believed him as a, as a leader. But I know at the time when there was voting, people were just sick of who was it? I think it was Stephen Harper at the time. Yeah, it was a conservative, but that's what they did this time. They oh, I didn't want the election. what liberals do. I didn't want the election. But what else are we supposed to do? I'm like, are you fucking crazy? It's an election. Vote for the other people. I yeah, well, I, mean, I still I don't I don't love Jugme right now. I think he's made some crazy decisions. Um, I, but I, you know, I really love Jugme's thing. I really like his personality. I. I like him and I think that I can trust him I, I much more. And I, I don't like when people say we don't have a, a radical or progressive option in this country because the NDP is that the liberals steal their policies, steal their platforms. They steal them. Yes. I, I will. <laughs> that part I totally agree with, but I also kind of look at, because, you know, I, I've known people who are in like certain parties and even right now from what I've actually seen, thanks, thanks to Twitter, that even the NDP, people within the NDP, not necessarily like Jugmeet, but just people within the NDP within certain circles, yeah, just as, there's a word for it, but I feel like whitewash, if you will, like any other party, right? And that's the part where I'm like saying, you guys are presenting like themselves as a progressive agenda or, or a progressive party, when that whole time you guys are no different than the conservatives or the liberal, uh, liberals in terms of how you treat your own people. Okay, but here's the thing. Um, oh God, where do I start? The NDP, and I love Jack Layton so much and Olivia Chow and all that stuff. And I went to York, so obviously I was born angry. So was that thing? Born just, angry, of course I did. Protest. Listen, I was I'm a with the Palestinian guy. Yeah. Angry. That's probably why I didn't meet you because I was angry. Right. Yes, um, I get it. I get but it. the thing about that I learned about the NDP when I was um, working in this legal clinic, um, where we did a lot of union work, we did a lot of like, and it, it crossed the political lines, but it was mostly NDP. And I was so disappointed to know how racist unions are. <laughs> However, but then look at the guy that ran against Trudeau that represented the NDP. He was like this down home flannel wearing. He just he never had a chance, right? But like because the, some of the principles, a lot of the principles are progressive. Andrea Horwath, right? Who was, who was basically Elizabeth Warren here. She's <laughs> never going to win because she's not likable. But the thing is, like, we have to, we, it's politics. It's, it's a broken system. So we have to make a choice. We cannot nitpick at everybody. Look, the problem, I, I believe the problem with the NDP is rural Canadians, it's unions, mm-hmm. is all these people that were so closely connected to it. But we can just either get the racism out or kick them out. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to throw away the party. I mean, people want to throw away the party very recently because some very offensive things going on in BC. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be irresponsible, but like, do not say we don't have a progressive alternative in this country. We definitely do. It took a lot of energy for the NDP to establish itself as a party and to even get Jagmeet elected as the leader of that party. And people want to talk about the way he dresses. The, no, this is about Canada being racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna if we're gonna figure out how we're gonna lead politically, we cannot start a new party. We how? Yeah. How? 
that, I just, I don't know. I don't know. No, you're, you're totally right. I mean, people, people in this country would not, I mean, again, people like to think, you know, Canada is not a quote-unquote racist country. Well, this is why we have the PPC all of a sudden, like, making headlines. Well, the thing is, racist people get louder when they see us getting maybe some rights, right? Like, it's just, it's just, it's just so sad and upsetting, the things that have to happen in order for us to, like, but I guess it's a revolution, but, like, yeah, there's no doubt this is a racist country. We, our, our leader wore blackface multiple times. Like, there's just no debate. Where is she? Um, and argue with your fucking mother if you don't think Canada's racist. Mm-hmm. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> argue saying. with your Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> argue with your mama. Mm-hmm. That's usually just, my job. But these that. are people's lived experiences. Do not diminish. Like, you know what I mean? And this is what they do to Indigenous people, right? What about the schools? This woman on Twitter last night, oh, or two nights ago, but this residential damning documentary that BBC did. Oh, well, this nun is not responsible. She was a nun! Of course she was responsible. She's lying. And you as a white person, the first thing you think is to defend this ancient, dead, half-dead white woman defending... <laughs> Defending herself, saying she wasn't involved. Oh, the priest did that on their own. That's their new thing. We need to stop lying. We need to stop lying about white people because if you are saying, oh, Ali ship this, and now this is why Ali ship the billion dollar industry of stupid Ali ship. You're telling me that you need a billion dollar industry when you can't even stand up to your uncle? You can't even stand up for your black partner? Go fuck yourself. You want it to be racist. If it, it's performative. People aren't at the dinner table doing this work, so it's performative. If you're not Tim Wise at the dinner table right now, I'm looking at you funny. Like, I mean, Tim Wise when he was really angry, when nobody knew who he was, not when he just, you know, became that guy. Side eye. <laughs> I love him because he's always been real. He's not even that likable. When I met him, I'm like, oh my God, Tim Wise. He's like, everything what? is racist. Da, 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 da. Like, because he's on a mission. He doesn't have time for the, the fucking frills. <laughs> this, is, this is his calling, right? Like, White people need to be dedicated to anti-racism. You need to be an accomplice. Like we don't want allies. Yeah, and and we're, we, uh, well. Are you gonna die with me? Are you gonna? Wait, wait, what is an ally? Just be an accomplice because you're not brave enough for that. You know so. what? On one of our <laughs> last season, we spoke about allies, and yeah, we did. I wrote an article. My first article that I ever published was called. I imagine a world without allies. I dream of a world. Some people dream of capitalism, getting married, kids. I dream of a world without allies. I, I hope all of you, every single person who identifies as an ally, go peacefully. Because <laughs> we ain't got no time for you. We don't have time because it's performative. It's an identity that's based on you. Who the fuck was talking about you? Yeah. We passed it, but just anything, any work is going to be passed. This is in 1995. Diversity and inclusion, we've we've turned it down, right? Like we're moving on. Then this is the problem with liberals again. They're still doing that bullshit. Right. They want to be the one person in the room. They want to see they want to see success for their generation only, their family. No, this is about all black people. They want the one black friend. They want Well, or if they're the black person, they want to be the black friend. Let's keep it a hundred. I think a lot of black Canadians want to be the black friend because they've been traumatized by this identity and that's the only way they can be successful. But I don't want to be a fucking friend. I don't want my kids to be friends. I want my kids to be main characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. The fuck is a friend? We have insecure now. Why the fuck do you need a black friend? We are it. <laughs> We're it. That's why everybody copies us. 
Right. See, I brought it back to Tristan. See? Because Chloe copies us. I've been the black friend. <laughs> I've been, I'm so, I'm, I am the friend in general in life. The mouthy friend, the sassy black girl. But like, it's not nice when it becomes our identity holistically, I feel like. Yeah, and I think that's what people have to really understand. It's like, listen, there's there's boundaries when it comes to us, right? I mean, people have to respect, like, I'm not going to go over to anyone else's culture and, like, act like I've always been there. Don't. You're not going to be wearing braids and making a living off of it, making millions. Oh, you don't even know how much. Can you imagine if I could act, if I had to act white? First of all, it's easy to act white. Just act like nothing. But like, can you imagine if we got rewarded for acting like other cultures and how much how successful we'd be? Just the things that are just taken away from us on a daily basis. Yeah, but then just those opportunities, teachers in high school favoring us, how brilliant we already are. Yeah, but then the university or something like that by white people say, well, why you act like supremacy? It doesn't matter. They gotta go. Listen, we're trying to live in a world in a future. I know people used to be like, we're all gonna live in a world where everybody's beige. No, it's not about everybody being beige. Everybody being next. It's about it's about who comes first and who comes last. Right now, indigenous people come first. That's right. period. And then black women, and then whoever else wants to come after, except white men, can come after. Jermaine, but you like, should, cut it. You should you should tell Melina the story of um, oh at, at your workplace when they asked if you could tap dance to, men- to minstrel music. <laughs> Why do you describe it like that? Well, first we of all, so number one, that never happened. But, <laughs> but, but I already imagined it. It did happen. But there was an ally moment with 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 the situation at my workplace. I, I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes, so I'll quickly review it. So I, I have this kid. He's a biracial kid, right? Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure he's like Afro Indigenous and white because oh, wow, yeah. white for sure, right? Okay. But the dad's next, you're saying. Right. So this kid I'm going to call Wolverine, right? Because he has bad, like, it's not even Logan. Logan. Yeah, but listen, I'm going to call him Wolverine because even though ironically, but I'm going to call him Wolverine. So so what happens now is that Wolverine comes in in a mood. And this is for people to understand. This kid is like 10 years old, grade four, grade five age, right? He comes into school in a mood, right? Okay. Which yeah. most kids, a lot of people are emotional. Like this happens. But when this kid gets emotional, he gets violent, right? Okay. Ooh, okay. So, so what happens now, uh, this kid gets vi- uh, comes into school. He's walking down the hall, not even like, even like 10 feet. And mm-hmm. this kid is trying to basically chuck like his bag against the wall or whatever, whatever. So I actually caught the bag. In mid swing, and I was mm-hmm. just to like, yo, relax a little bit. Says, let go of me, fucking nigger, right? Wait, well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here's the kicker, though. The mom, sorry, no, but this is hold on, hold on. But the too, my the blood is boiling, was there, yeah, at... because she said it herself, okay? <laughs> she was there too. There was. And honestly, it was one of those things where I was like, hold on, this kid tells me the ER word, the effing ER word, the mom's there, and she doesn't really react. Now, hold on, hold on. But here's the part where it it had to be almost the cherry on the top 
with this story. So the following day, after you know getting him calmed down or whatever, the next day, Wolverine arrives to school, and guess what he's wearing? A Black Lives Matter sweater. Of course he is, because Black Lives Matter because it's about his black life, his beige life, and his stupid mother. Because she's taught him that you're the only one that matters is black and your daddy ain't shit. Do that shit. Listen, this is, this is, this is the performance. White women, white women cannot, no, this is a child. I, it's also traumatizing. But white women, we can't trust them. So that also means you can't trust them with your children a lot of the time. And people don't make that connection. No, no, no. <laughs> and and I, Mandela's face right now, I actually am, for the first time, glad I kept my camera on. Otherwise, <laughs> I regret it. You're welcome. <laughs> Even the audio, but you know, God bless you all. God bless you all. Yeah, it's just audio. I mean, I miss, I miss people. Yeah, I miss me. you too. Thanks. I miss everything. You know it's what? Been, it's been a long COVID year. Yeah. We all need to go. Us three and Jay. Hey, let's go for drinks before they close down the whole society. I yeah. mean, with this new variant coming on, we might as well do that. Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. We got to go today. The Omarion? <laughs> the Omarion. Okay, Omarion tweeted. He's like, yo, you guys are amazing, but let's all stay safe. Like, even yeah. Omarion had to say something. Hey, but at least he took it well. That's why I'm just like, yo, you're a G for that one still. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, man. So. He did take it well. Shout out to Omarion. He's a great guy, man. Look at Omarion. He just looks rich and happy. Just let Omarion live, yo. No, oh, but right. kids, nice family man. But that's the Good thing. Dancer. I, I respect the Mario. Again, with that whole April situation, Who's he was just like, listen, she can oh. do whatever. April? Yeah. Who's April? From Love and Hip Hop. April, she's beautiful. What are you about to say about her? I, I, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Jermaine, we're about to have our first disagreement. I don't really watch the show either, but I love April. What is your problem? Well, it's not not I have a problem with her. It's just more so, and don't get me wrong. Like, if you're going to put out, like, business out there, that's totally... You up. mean that one Instagram live she did where she was drunk? No, no, there was a few. Remember, she was also, like, pretty much, I think, sleeping around with Fez or something like that? She did. No, no. Him and Fez were in the same group, like, a thousand years ago, right? And then, what do you... Oh. And, um, you know, it was very messy on the show, the way they handled it, but that's Mona's fault because they shouldn't have even been on the show. Mm -hmm. Then they started a relationship. It was mucky and there was some custody stuff, but it all happened because on Christmas day, a couple of years ago, Omarion didn't have the kids, but it's just like, why do we even have to know that? But like, Omarion's very chill. He doesn't, he stays out of people's business. He's not on TV, but the problem with Fizz and April is that they were on a television show. So we had to see it all. Right. And like, I actually think that they were in love. It just, they couldn't handle the scrutiny. And yeah, she's dated other people. People date other people. She dated Dr. Dre a couple of months ago. Like, what is the problem? They're just messy. I'm sorry, they're on love and hip hop. Like for, for me, it's not even so much a problem. And it, I didn't want to- She's a good mother. I'm not saying she's not. What I am saying is just that, this is more focused on Omari and more so like how he's handled it. Right? He's just as low. He's not, but he's not that type of dude. He doesn't do that. He's just, he's talented. He's not famous. And that's the and that's the part that I respect about him, where it's like, listen, I'm just gonna keep things in house from time, right? Mm. Whatever, whatever happens out there in the streets, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not involved. Yeah, but he doesn't get a check from Love and Hip Hop. That's okay because he he, did, he doesn't need it though. It was April and B2K. But that's what Everybody I'm saying. Everybody has a hustle. He's already okay with the millennial. Everybody has a hustle. It's just a woman speaking. <laughs> 
Yes. I'm not I'm not proud of that Instagram live she did. I thought it was whatever, but it, how many of us have made mistakes? No, listen, uh, there's one thing I've learned about like this whole entertainment business is that like a lot of the people that we fall overhead head over heels over are severely, severely flawed. But think about it. Think about you being in your life and then one day just getting unlimited resources and people watching you every day. Don't you think you'd change? I'd well, be the worst fucking celebrity of life. Dude, if I was a celebrity, I'd be a fucking asshole. I'd be like, listen, don't fucking talk to me. Are you crazy? I don't even let strangers talk to me. For me, I'm... <laughs> Even even though I'm out there, like, I'm not even out there hard on Instagram or whatever. But what I will say is that, like, whatever is out there, it's controlled. Because there's certain aspects no, of it. No, no, no. We're human beings. Not always. Do you I, think she has a publicist? No, no. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with that. But here's where I'm t- t- taking it from, right? It's that there's just certain things that I personally, if I was in that situation is a reason why I would never want to be a celebrity because there's high anxiety when everybody has access to you. And, and if you get, they don't like being washed. They don't like feeling irrelevant. Right. So Mm. even if everybody has access, you don't even like it. You still feel the need to be on that stage and continue because people are haters. Like they'll say something. It's all about what the narrative is. Like, I just feel like we've created this. It probably has to do with capitalism. The celebrity mm. culture, worship culture, where they're they're just people. A lot of the time, they're worse than us. So yep. imagine a person worse than yourself becoming having everything in the world. Okay, that's mm-hmm. like that's like being. I mean, like, I mean, not to say I love Kanye so much and not to disparage his name, but like, think right. about Kanye. One of the last things, some of the shit he says is ridiculous, but like, he says things like, "Oh, the next thing we can do is learn how to fly," because he really thinks he can do anything. Yeah. When he's in a certain type of mood of feeling a certain type of way. And like, if we had a friend like Kanye, we'd be more gentle with him. We wouldn't be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But that's what I'm like. Cause I'm like, Kanye, shut up. So I just think we have this complicated relationship with them because they need to know us. It's Instagram now. It's not just like dissing people and they're like album. Um, you know, those when we used to have CDs, those flip books of thank you. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, Candy, Candy, fucking T.I.'s wife, Tiny. People think she's. They were fucking, geez, they were dissing people in their album shit. They were like, yeah. fuck this bitch. Da, da, da. People used to go back and forth no matter what. Now we just have, now everybody sees it. Right. I get it. I just, I don't know. I just feel like, especially if it's a black woman, I'm like, mm, do what you want. Oh, we got to figure out white supremacy. Yep. yep. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So you know what? Now That's that I'm trash and I want to do what I want, but I'm probably wrong. But it's funny. Now, since you're kind of on, on, on this topic, I think it's a perfect segue to introduce our new new part of our Black People Check-In episode. Mandela, if you don't mind, let's introduce this segment, if you don't mind. Oh, sorry, you woke me up out of my slumber. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like us. He don't like Wait, us. Wait, I'm actually going to um, step away for a second, but I can still hear you. All right. We are now getting into that part of the show. Mm-hmm. We like to call it the Caucasity Chronicles. Mm-hmm. It is the one segment of the show where we highlight the White Walkers. The, the Melanin Redacted? The Miracle Whip Militia. <laughs> the, the Raisin in Everybody's Potato Salad. Raisin in... The stain on my all-white outfit at a caravan effect. Oh, my God. The unseasoned of unseasoned 
meat and chicken, including chicken? The jerk rice. Right. Oh, no, no, no. The Jamaican meat pie people. The Jamaican meat pie people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we are going straight. Jermaine, mm -hmm. you might get fired for this podcast. Probably. I hope not, though. I pray to God I hope not. I mean, I got a house to, like, try to pay, like, bills with. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to need the income still. Well, we aren't the good blacks. <sighs> yeah, listen, we probably might, if it, it's going to get worse probably uh, the more we do this. But anyways. This is so funny. Not that you're going to get fired, but that you didn't tell me that you should have led with that, that you bought a house. But then I'd be like, let's do this. <laughs> I, want, I want property. I mean, why not? Like, I'm a black woman. I just want my two pieces of cauliflower at y'all wedding. <laughs> Two pieces of cauliflower? <laughs> I hate vegetables, so obviously you don't know what the wedding would even be like. Are you, you? I'd like to die early, so I don't really eat vegetables or exercise. Oh, sure. wow. Don't put that into the universe. Because <laughs> I, I refuse to cry over you, eh? <laughs> Please laugh. No, you have to laugh. Don't cry. Okay. Well, this week... Okay, this in, Caucasity. I'm so excited. This week in the Caucasity <laughs> Chronicles features the good old Canadian sport of hockey. The good old hockey game is the best <laughs> <laughs> I love hockey. Hockey, 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 growing up, hockey, this, hockey, that. Hockey PEI says third party to investigate alleged racist incident at game in Charlottetown. So there's a white woman who's about to investigate. <laughs> right. She will probably start feeling attacked before the investigation. The whole, starts. the whole PR and HR was invented by white women and destroyed by white women. It's like teaching and social work. So if you know there's an investigation, you know it's, it's going to fail. It's like the police when they investigate themselves. So I'm going to keep this <laughs> section short. There's basically a black goalie under 18. He's playing in double A who was called a nigger and was told that this is a white man sport, which they're right. It is a white man sport. Mm -hmm. um, the racist, the white walkers were right. Mm -hmm. um, and now P.K. Subban. Mm-hmm. He's married Who's to been through Vaughan. this many times over. Many times over. Many, many times many. over. Because what you're about to say better be good because PK's used to this. Don't disappoint me, PK. He says, and I <laughs> quote, <clears throat> I'm be my best PK voice. When does it stop? Believe it or not, these stories are sent to me every day. Mm-hmm. This is he happening every day in our game. Wait, he's that tapped in? Every day exclamation mark mm -hmm. leave your comments and support for mark below but and imagine there, being mark, so famous as him and having to deal with this we got you got you P yes. how, pk how has anyone got anybody when you are the hero that should have paved the way unfortunately paved the racist way and made things and this is the problem with progress this is another liberal lie the more you see us the more angry they get it's not the opposite. Why in God's name is PK Subban saying, this is what it's like? No, PK, you were the one who was supposed to change that. Remember you told us? Same. Yeah, and the president of the PI hockey something something yeah. says, 
He's sickened by allegations of racism in Charlottetown. Of course, they're all sickened. He's only sickened by the fish. Sure. And PEI. And the water. Yeah. Well, I would say the potatoes because (laughs) PEI is known for their potatoes. He's actually sickened by the lack of seasoning in their food. I'm sickened by his quote. Well, sickened? This is what white people like to do. I I would never. I would never. So that's it for my section of the Caucasity Chronicles. Milena, do you have do you have anything you want to add? I want to talk about Shayna, but she's so irrelevant. Who? Shayna, ma'am. See? Um, so Jermaine, can you go first? I'll think about it. Ooh, I have one. Okay, tell me. Tell okay. us. So tell deep, the good people. So deep. I've never actually told the story in public <laughs> or really in private. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I was best friends with this white girl for like almost 20 years from like grade school like young and I was really close with her family and all that kind of stuff and then really close like she's she was an awesome person we were very similar to you know people that are so close they call each other best friends it's like very juvenile but that's she's been the only best friend I've ever had and I will never have a best friend again there's just no point because it's very disappointing um so she basically one day just randomly out of the blue in 2017 or 16 or something just starts on fate and she's like a woke person she's worked in the nonprofit sector you know these white people like <laughs> you know all the, you know she's whatever and now she's like you know retweeting desmond cole so but from you know was racist to melina um i love desmond cole, no offense uh-huh. but I, I mean come on look what the veteran this article but um she gets on facebook and she says unprovoked just, remember Justine Sacco, the girl that said, "If I, I hope I don't get AIDS when I go to Africa years ago." Remember, she got canceled. Oh, that girl, remember? White yeah, girl. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the first cancel candles of all time. Mm. I hope I don't. She's like, she's nothing. So she gets on the plane. She gets canceled. But this is early on. This is like pre Piers Morgan, pre everything. Mm. And then the New York Times, because they're corrupt, decides to write. I mean, they took a break from cop propaganda. And decided to write an article about how she needs to be forgiven. Like, I think two years later, one year later, something ridiculous. And she goes, I agree with this article. And I was like, the friendship's up! Because there have been things that have happened, microaggressions. I mean, if you've been best friends with a white woman and in in very close with her family, which and they're great people, you've seen microaggressions. And at that point, I was pretty angry. I think I was done law school at that point. So I'm livid, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and You're I was like, a lawyer? What are you talking about? No, I don't practice. So I go, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, well, you're going to do their second chance, everybody. I'm like, girl, you are so ridiculous. And then the conversation kept going, kept going. And I was fighting with my best friend on Facebook. Like, it didn't make sense. We could have just picked up the phone. But I was like, no, because there's been so many times where I've said nothing. And then at one point in the conversation, she goes, yeah, but like me and you are on the same level because I tried to like display racism. And I'm like, and that is why you're always going to be a white woman, because we have never been on the same level. I have (laughs) always been performing better than you, getting into better schools than you, getting better grades than you. I'm me and you're you. I mean, hello. Have it. And she's a good looking girl, you know, tall, got married like every other white girl. But excuse me, you know how hard I've been working my whole life for you to fucking tell me that, why? That we're equals? Why? Because you worked in a nonprofit for a year and quit, bitch, get the fuck out of here. So that's my story. We've never, we have never talked again. <laughs> and it wasn't the level it was adjusted but it was just everything i was like this is white supremacy it has to be and i felt guilty and this and that and she was 
probably, you know, torn up about it. But I was like, no, this is this is white supremacy. It has to be. I can feel it. And for some reason, I can just feel in terms of a race analysis. I'm just ever since I just started studying it like a million years ago, there's something about me. It's like I'm pretty good at this racism stuff, unfortunately. Like if I know how to do it and I understand like the, the interesting, I don't understand people or whatever, but like, I understand white supremacy and this is, this is not okay. No. You know what? Milena just spreads hate all over the internet. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and we were hosting that. <laughs> yeah. We're hate monger. We're dividing. Yes. Isn't that interesting though? Like, it's just so funny in a revolution now that they can't even, I mean, I guess they try, but even the whole notion of being angry, is just so exhausting. Like, just let us rest. At the very least, if you're going to still kill us, still lead, still pick the worst of us to be in politics, at least let us rest. And that's why I had a problem with her, because I'm like, you can't even let me be in this friendship knowing I'm better than you, girl. You're... Girl, bye. Word. <laughs> so, Millennia... Um, well, Say that again. Sorry. He didn't know, and it has a Y in it. Yeah, Don't sorry. Listen to him. I apologize. I, I got it. No goddamn matter. Can I call you Mel? Yeah, Mel's perfect. Mel, so here's my question to you, because, I mean, we we kind of went on a bunch of different topics. For people who may not know you, can you please tell us... Who the fuck are you? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. This sounds like um, my mentor that sat me down and said, your podcast isn't speaking to your writing. It's not speaking to your background. They all need to... Because it's like I don't really sell myself like that, really. Because it just, it comes naturally to us as, as Black people to just have imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, I like to say I'm a writer because it's the only thing I can actually do, even though, even when I hate it. That's how I know that I love it. It's very challenging. But my background is in law. Um, and I worked in like human rights law, sexual assault crisis response before law school. Like always, like I did human rights work. I did education law. Very focused on anti-Black racism. Um, I articled at the African Canadian Legal Clinic, which doesn't exist anymore. It's now been uh, yeah, kind of re. It's black now, right? It's black. It's called mm -hmm. black, um, which is amazing. Um, and then I just decided I want to do um, podcasting and writing. Like I want to do public intellectual work, which is, I guess, gone okay. But like in Canada, it's just a little narrow. So that's yeah. just basically what I do. I like to. I'm. I'm a writer, but I guess I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm just a writer. I still like that. So that was a lot of words of saying you're a full-time <laughs> bad gal. Really? Yeah. I'm just a freelance writer and a podcast. Hold on. Stop. Pause. No, but I like it. You're not just. Oh. Rephrase that, please. Champagne talking. So I'm a writer. Good. I'm a podcaster. Good. My background is. In law. In human rights and law. Human rights before law, always. Okay. See, much better. Okay. So here's my next question because I'm going to say you and, and Brother Dalton, you know. I love him. This Brother Dalton. Brother Dalton. Shout everybody out. loves Dalton, right? I would love to be Dalton. This, everybody loves you. You just want literally, I met him at his own book signing. I was like, you're awesome. I just want to know you. Listen, Dalton. <laughs> I mean, I turned into a groupie the first time I met him. Me too. Yeah, I did. Oh, it's okay. He likes the attention. He's, he's great people. I actually met him in person, actually, earlier this year, not, not earlier, but a few months ago, like in person. Um, really? 
Yeah, like he's just a cool dude, man. Like he's a cool dude. He is uh, the shit. He's genuine. He's like you guys. Aww. Uh, let's not, let's not make dolls on a god. I just gotta make sure I was following you, man. I, I'm pretty sure I'm following you right now. So you know. I hope so. Okay, so you met him. Yeah, so I, my, my actual question is with regards to um to black tea. Where did the concept come from? Like, why did it all come about? Or oh. well, how did it all come about? Nobody's ever asked me this. Thanks, Rogers, for asking me the story, even though you bought it. See, this is why um. we're here because black people care. We care. Black people do care. Nobody care about he was Ted the one Rogers. Who said, he's like, you have to, you have to say you created the show because you don't say that. It's true. And I only started putting it in my bio that I created it because um, basically I was just being myself and angry as usual. And I remember writing in my journal, which I found, which was so crazy. And it said, like, I want to do a podcast. This is verbatim based on Canadian issues about race that nobody wants to talk about. And I want it to be like I wanted to be in my voice and I want to write and I want to and I was just like I then I like threw away the journal did whatever moved did whatever and then um god Canada Land which is my favorite I'm just gonna plug my favorite podcast my favorite media company of all time Canada Land I was listening to Canada Land comments and at the time Desmond Cole and Andre Demise were Denise I don't I never know how to say his name it's like the way my name is Mm-hmm. We're co-hosting the Trudeau live election coverage. And I went to the live show and I was like, I love your podcast. I love this. I love that. And they were like, oh, cool. And then with Andre, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be you. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just want the career you have. I think I deserve it. Hmm. And that's how we became friends. And hmm. then we just, I was just like, can we have a pot? Like he was doing, still doing Canada Land. No, he'd done. I think they'd gone, moved on to other co-hosts and then, I was like, do you want to do a podcast? He's like, no, I don't want to. But he had like a studio in his house or something. He's just naturally a talker. And I'm like, yes, we need to do this podcast about racism and things that nobody wants to talk about. And we have great chemistry. And um, at the time, I think I was writing for McLean's, which again, Andre hooked me up. Um, And then he was like, oh, one of my editors or something, some guy I know at Rogers just became the head of podcasting at Rogers of starting podcasting and Black Tea was the second podcast after our executive producer, he has a flagship show. So Black Tea was second, which I like to remind them we were second. So it's like when we're making these deals, don't forget we were second, mm-hmm. which they don't like. Um, maybe cut that out. But, and then Dalton was the guest on like our third or fourth episode. Mm. And I was just like, this guy's dope. But I had known him sort of just like, through his career and stuff like that. And then um, our first season, I think we had to wait like a year and a half to get it back. And there was just, you know how it is. It's just these companies, it's difficult when you're not doing it on your own, right? Um, which we could have done. I just always wanted to be with the company and I don't know why. And then Andre was like, we did a live show, I think in 2019. And then I was just like, yo, like it wasn't clear if the show was going to be renewed or not. There's just a lot going on at Rogers. And then I think Andre wanted to move on and do his own thing. And then I was like, no, I still want the show. I still want the show for some reason. Depression, no matter what. No matter what I'm going through, whatever job, I've always been like, I need the show. I need the show. I need the show. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, we should get Dalton Higgins. Um, and Andre and my boss were like, actually, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it were, And then I realized they wanted me. 
And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Cause I thought we were going to lose the show if like both of us weren't really into it, both of us. And then Dalton was like, okay. And I was like, yes. And then it just, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of this season. I feel like we found our rhythm. Last season was really difficult not being in the studio. It's hard to not be with somebody when you're talking to them. I haven't seen Dalton in like two years. It's ridiculous. For real, for real, man. Literally. Anyway, Honestly, was that long? No, no, that was exactly what we <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in season three and i want season four to start earlier than usually they it renews like a year later i want i want to start i want a break but i want to start soon you know what you know what i think you guys should do oh i think i think i know what you're thinking Ooh. listen there's these two wonderful young black men yeah i'm telling you man that i listen i've only heard the rumors <laughs> yeah Right, that I think would be great guests on your show. I think I know who you're talking about. See, don't you see how this show needs to come back? And one of them compliments you every chance he gets. <laughs> this is just, this is just, just what I've been hearing in the Whisper Networks. Yeah. Who are these people? Well, honestly, they're they're pretty solid. Honestly. Oh my god, could it be like a cross podcast thing? Yo, who said they were podcasters? <laughs> but if they were, I'm if sure they would love to. And that's in, in Taraji's credits. We have complete total control. Like other people, like they get a script. They, we have producers. We have a sound mixer. We now have a showrunner, which is awesome. We have an executive producer. We've never had a bigger team than this, but we still get to decide who's on the show, what top. It's a lot of freedom. It's a lot of work, obviously, but I am thankful for that. Like if I don't like something, we're not talking about it on the show. Mm -hmm. you know what <laughs> and same goes well, for Dalton but I mean Dalton's more you know he's a G right so like if he doesn't like something it's never even gonna happen yeah. but if I don't like something I'm like no we're not gonna blah, 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 blah. guess topic anything and that's a lot of freedom for a podcast well I well you guys obviously pass, you, yeah. I'll pass on the information to these guys <laughs> um, I'm have sure their, they would be excited have their people call your people <laughs> But I'm also starting, I'm trying to start my own, which is a little bit of a secret. So maybe we could do that too. Nice. I've always wanted my own. and But I want it to be just talking to women. So maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I pitched it to Spotify a few years ago, but I, I refined it. I think I want that. Did you? Well, yeah, they said no. Oh. It's well, fine. I, was, I wasn't ready, but I'm ready now. Our stuff just got kind of thrown up on Spotify. Yeah, I love Spotify. Don't you love Spotify? Spotify is great. It's just a mystery to me because I don't have it. So I'm just like, what are people doing over there? Like they have all these rap news and rap music. They do all these stats. I'm like, Apple Music does not treat me this respect. Oh, that's why you got Apple Music. I yeah, guess. you have to choose. You have to choose. Yeah. Listen, Spotify needs to work on the who was ever creating lists for me because <laughs> Sean Paul is not Soka. <laughs> right. <laughs> like whoever's doing these lists we've created this list for you no like i'm a dance hall person okay leave the leave the whatever person of color who tried to create the list i'm sure it was not a person of color really i'm sure that person of color that the person who <laughs> created that list has a black friend or a black adjacent friend Sounds, sounds I love, but Apple doesn't do that. I love to know what I listen to the most, how much they listen to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts. I just I don't want to get to know. Mm -hmm. I get a screen report that says basically you've accomplished nothing, you ain't shit, and you have done nothing for capitalism. Every week from Apple with the phone, the screen mm -hmm. report. 
Mm. But I would love to see like what the enjoyable things I'm doing. I think Spotify does a great job of making their users excited about using the service. I don't think Apple does that. So Jermaine. Yep. I have a question. Go ahead. Which I always ask you. Yeah. When, you... We, when we find a dope person, mm-hmm. can we keep her? Is there a girl that's supposed to be here? Were you talking about that in the intro? <laughs> yeah, JJ. She's our yeah. she's the queen of black people checking. Hands up, JJ. No, no, no. As <laughs> like in our circle of just like people that we go for drinks and stuff. This no one it. replaces JJ. Excuse. JJ is a horticle badyal don gargan. Excuse me. Oh my god. But I will say this. I mean, Mandela, if you didn't claim Mel, I would have already claimed her. So she would have already been in the circle anyway. I found her first. Yeah. Actually, I think he did. Remember, we didn't know. Right. Thank you. Let's let let the record show. I actually found her. Who slid in the DMs first? Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah, I've never DM'd you. I don't even know who you are. I, I put in the work, the <laughs> leg work. You know what? You did. You did. You brought her here. Like, I. I just was in the vicinity. You were an admirer yep. from afar. Hold on. Listen, you started bubbling on her. That's really what ended up happening. <laughs> oh, is that Ew, what I did? Okay, no, but that's, that's I don't not... know how to dance. It's one of my biggest. Why am I doing all my secrets on this podcast? <laughs> because I don't know what to do. dance. It's one of the only things I don't know how to do. That's okay. That's... We're back. So where'd you go to school? York. York, but before that, I went to an art school. Like I was not dancing. Was it Kothra? It was Earl Hag. Oh, really? Oh, you went to I was in the program. I was a piano really? major, and then I auditioned for drama, and I was so good that I got in. Yeah. I know someone that. But then I abandoned the piano, which was really like fucked up. You could have been oh, like our Alicia Keys. I'm not, I could have. Don't say that. I actually. Oh my God, I could have been. <laughs> I, I actually just started playing again and getting into music. Can you yeah. serenade Jermaine so he can blush? I could have stolen Swiss rat looking Swiss beats, and all his beats sounding like drums and. Remember when all those beats sound like drums and horns in the background? He wasn't even working. Yeah, yeah I, I could have been Alicia. Alicia Keys has a great life, but thank you for reminding me that I'm you, alone you, on a Friday night talking to you instead of being Alicia Keys, rich as fuck. You, with you, a beautiful family. You, you, <laughs> you, could, you need to serenade Uncle Germs <laughs> because he would blush like a little schoolgirl. First of all, I'm not sing. I play the piano and violin. I don't sing. That's okay. You can play him some sweet. Something. He doesn't want that. Yes, he does. How do you know what he wants? <laughs> Look at his face right now. Yeah, but they can't see his face. So it doesn't count. <laughs> I can. First Sorry, of all, what were you talking about again? First of all, you're forgetting that I play piano, so I'll be the one that will say. Stop. Oh, yeah. could this oh. be? So. Will there be a first date? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Lena and Uncle Germs. Oh my God. Dun, dun, dun. Sinner and Saint. So, what, I don't know. Ask Amber. Listen, <laughs> Amber is happily living her life. Who knows? I was 18 when that happened. <laughs> I had very low self-esteem. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, as long as you're talking to your therapist about it, that I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I am not, but I might have to next Friday. <laughs> I mean, you put yourself out there, so. You're definitely getting fired for something that happened during the show, for sure, Jermaine. <laughs> no. I'm any- still freelance. I'm actually looking to get my dream job, but thank God I haven't applied yet. When this episode drops, I'm just going to change my name. Are you? Yeah. We're going to put you all <laughs> over our Instagram. Good. I love that. I love Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then your people are going to call our people. 
And we're going to sip some black it's tea. just me. Yes. Yes. I let that. Let's put it into the universe. Let's hope the show starts soon. Mm-hmm. And that we can do this. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because mental health, we could do anything. I'm not, I'm not even thinking of the episode. And I know Dalton would feel it. Like I, I'm going to let you That's what I talk. do. I come up with all the... All the... All the, okay, so just secret hack. Maybe you might have to edit this because I feel like I've been like picking myself up. But like all the um, topics, not necessarily the guest. Dalton does a lot because he's a publicist and he just knows so many people. He's so great. People love him. So they'll say yes to do the show, which shouldn't even be his job. But like when it comes to like the topics of me and him really, really, really do brainstorm. Um, but I'm the one who's like, I write it down. I need to write everything down. That's why I always need to be prepared. So it's just like, right. when you see the episode come together, just know that like, I probably wrote the description. So before um, we- And like came up, but like, I mean, the questions, Dalton's great on the flat. Like he knows how to talk. He just knows the industry. I'm just more like, yeah. So before we let you go, <laughs> okay. in keeping with our theme of the show, mm-hmm. we would like Milena, cause you're a Toronto gal. five red flags and signs that a Brampton man is approaching you. This is good. A Brampton nigga. Oh, shit. A Brampton nigga. Right on the spot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five five red flags. Five of my red flags. The big red flags, right? That that you're dealing with a Brampton nigga. (laughs) On the street, in the home, anywhere. These are... Okay. Number one. He's from Brampton. And and when I say that, I mean I mean elementary school. I mean down in the dirt, middle school. Like you really suffered, nigga. Number two, <laughs> he has like a haircut. Like yeah, obviously he gets his haircut, but there's something wrong with his fade. And you can't describe what it is, but you know that he's not doing anything for that hair. Uh, Number three, he loves white girls. Period. And it's, I'm not even gonna get in. We're not even. Gonna, he loves them. Number four, he lies. Okay. He lies like a Jamaican. Oh. And number five, wow. Tristan Thompson. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, I and, feel like after that, we're good. And this, ladies and gentlemen, has been another episode of the Brampton Nigger Chronicles. <laughs> we, need, we, we honestly need like some background music, music for that, but we also need background music budget. But we'll get. You there. should add it. No, you can add it yourself. It's easy. It's and really me? tiresome and exhausting, but you can add music. Really? I've never done it, but I've I've tried. Listen, <laughs> season three, we'll that. do that. We'll do I that can ask season. my producer, but like he'll be like, "Why the fuck are you messaging me, bitch? I'm done with the show." Yeah. But I know that sound effects you can do it. It's just annoying. Well, we would love like air horns and stuff because we do a lot yeah. of work on this show. There's gonna be some air horns on this just, one. Just download some air horns or make them in Guitar Band on your computer. Oh, fuck, See, you're so high tech. So no, she I'm went not. To law I believe school. me, I've suffered. She writes. <laughs> she has the voice of Black Velvet. <laughs> How tall are you? Are you tall? Um, yeah, I'm five seven. I love it. I love it. I'm the tallest woman in my family, obviously. Okay, okay so Jermaine, I'd be like. like Take responsibility if anybody was taller than me. It should have been. We'll dis- we'll discuss why I asked that after we um Yeah, why? After the, the podcast is ended. <laughs> I know where he's going. Okay. God, I know where he's going. Okay, I'm five six and a three quarters, according to my doctor, but I think people shrink with age. But I've always been five seven. I just wanted to just clarify. Okay. Well okay. Aye, aye. shout out to the five sevens though. Five, shout out to the five sevens. That's is that the a fuckboy height women? of women? Shout out to the, all the women that are, all the black women that are 5'8 and above. Holla. Yeah, it's like being 6'4 as a guy. You just try to do whatever you want and you probably fail, but you try. 
Exactly. Like when somebody short talks to me, I'm like, I actually can't even hear you. So just, I, there's a challenge there. Yeah. Elena, you would actually <laughs> get along really well with my wife. Really? Because y'all That's are so both. so cool because you speak so highly of her. Well, she's amazing. Now, her and Jermaine are beefing right now. <laughs> it's been a beef thing still. Why? <laughs> because Jermaine is a fuckboy with a brown No, 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 no. All, all I was doing, I had a conversation with Mandela, and then no, out of nowhere, she was like, well, why is he He's not talking to me the same way he's not uh, to talking to Mandela? I'm just like, wait a minute, what did I do? She oh, because you're you're a social worker. You know how to talk to who you're talking to at a certain time. Yes, I'll bag a gal them. He's called Gallus Jeremy. Gal- so wait, she wants you to be nicer to her? No, no, she's like, why don't I get Listen, I'm usually meeting? very, very nice to her. Very. It's just that I talk to Mandela like, yo, me, me and him are like, yo, me and him are par, right? You're nice yeah. to her, but are you kind? Right. What is he, Canada? He seems pretty kind. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong, and no, he has been running amok this whole two hours. <laughs> Thank you. Thank somebody. You've not made one mistake. How have I? How and I'm have about I to been... message you like, can you edit this out? Can you edit this out? Like, how have I good. been running amok? You're just not. you. It's just by being coming into the room. There's going to be something wrong. See, Mel, man, we need to talk. <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like I'm not alone in the world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? So this is all me. You know what? When this episode comes out, people are going to have to know when laugh. it comes out so I can leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Melena back on this show. Oh, it's, it's for sure. Oh, it's love, for sure. love and I'm still doing it. How? No, we got to get we got to get you back. We got to do oh, yeah, like a eligible a great time bachelor- for me too. I love yeah. Friday nights. It's like my new time. Eligible bachelorette featuring Melena Williams. Ooh. We are the host. Yeah, we haven't even talked about relationships yet. We got to get a Brampton nigga on. Ooh. Nope. We got to get a Scarborough <laughs> man. I mean, I kind of qualify, even though right now I live in Oshawa. Yeah, but... it's better. One yeah. of my exes that went to Scarborough served time, so you're probably better than him. No, I'm, I'm way better. <laughs> For murder. You probably You what? should probably cut that out. No, but it was manslaughter, and he, it, it was really, he was young. Uncle Germs is the man you <laughs> I was just talking to a friend about this. I'm like, why is it always that it's sociopathic? There's got to be something narcissistic going on with my personality because every dude, no matter what, and I've known this guy for like 15 years. I'm like, he's either a hood or an investment banker. Where the fuck is the middle? Can I just date a nice dude? Yes. A sociopath? Jermaine is single. He goes to church. He reads the Bible. I hate church. See, I told you. This is what you said about him. I was like, I don't do church. Or no, you said he was nice or something. Yeah. Or no, what did you say he was? God fearing. Yeah, I don't. I'm not scared of God. I mm. asked God yesterday, "Why the fuck did you do this to the world?" Dude, you ain't afraid. <laughs> Listen, I stepped into a church last week and my skin almost bubbled. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but you're a mess. I am not a mess. Oh, you should do a show about religion and the complications. Listen, I I still remember our DM comment or conversations. I am not the messy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, why is this, why is this on? The outro is messy. In this, in this episode, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave. This, you know outro what? Is this is why me and Melina are gonna become. This best is not professional. I told you, I'm not gonna be professional. We don't it's gonna need be Friday be night. We don't need you to be professional. No, no, no. We're not expecting professionalism at all. Also, 
don't have me yelling because sometimes I speak too loudly because I'm not sure about the microphone. So don't have me sound crazy and be yelling. That's sometimes I raise my voice. And I don't mean to. Listen, that's why we have a person that mixes. Oh, <laughs> so good. oh okay. my God. Okay. We, um, we love your condo. Can we come over? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another secret. <laughs> Maybe cut it out. Maybe not. Actually, maybe not. She's so funny. I'm actually dog sitting for my cousin this week, and she lives uh, in the sickest condo ever. Mm. Um, I live in a condo too, but it's like this. It's this size. Toronto. So I'm moving. Yeah, but I'm moving. It's just a mess. That's why I'm such a disaster. But she went away for work, and um, apparently she'll be back tomorrow. I'm like, well, I haven't eaten all your food or drank all your alcohol, so I, please don't come back till Sunday. Right. Um, but she's in Miami right now. But um, oh. she is actually a blogger. She's really well known. Her name's Sasha Exeter. And I love her very much. Oh, you know her. She's my cousin. Yes. She's my cousins were married. So my my aunt married her uncle. But like I met her when I was eighteen, and she was like a socialite in Toronto. I'm like, this girl's so cool. Her clothes are so nice. She's so much thinner than me. She's so much cooler than me. And she just like took me under her wing. And she's a great person. So this apartment is hers. It's beautiful, though. I do love it here. That's okay. Yeah, I can show you the artwork too after. Yeah, I really love the art. She has Benny Bing artwork in here, and I, I adore his work. So it's okay. been nice. It's just I told her today. It's really I'm not used to being here alone with the dog. I prefer when she's here, so it's kind of lonely, but it's fine. <sighs> Man, Uncle Germs, any any final <laughs> words before we wrap this hot mess of a podcast up? <laughs> this is actually this is again. Another successful black people check in. But I try to be like I'm not messy, but then things like this happen. Oh no, no, no. But this is what we do though. That's the that's the beauty of this podcast. We're just being authentic. With the name of an episode like Brampton Niggas, you know it's gonna be messy. Right. So let's start there. But that being said, Mel, we appreciate you coming through. Like Jermaine appreciates you a lot more. (laughs) Thank you. Come the coming from the guy that stood in your DMs though. That's all. I did. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm a master of the DMs. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. You know how many people I've met through social media? I love social media. Me I too. love social media. My and real friends are like, not real, but like in real life. I'm like, when do you like social media so much? I'm like, because I meet people better than you guys. I just am too old to make friends. I <laughs> Shout out to my friends. They're great people. But, you know, social media is dope. You can meet whoever you want. Who's interested in things you want? I think it's cool. Well, that being said, I mean, if people want to check you out, how, how can, can they find you, you? On, social, on the socials? So they can find me on Twitter, my extremely difficult name, Melania Williams. Not Melania Trump. Melania's <laughs> fine. I mean, it, there's a why there. Because my mom just, she named me after a horse. And then made up the spelling. Wow. So <laughs> um, how do you spell your Twitter name? No, she was 16. She's like, I rode a horse in Spain. And I, I said, like, if I have a daughter, I'm going to name Melina. And she had me, like, four years later. I'm like, no one told you to do it. Um, so wow. my Twitter handle is Melina Williams. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is the only Melly with a Y. Right. And I think that's it. I don't really, I don't like Facebook, but I'm on, there under my name. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are on my, yeah, you're on my name. Yeah, but I hate yeah, don't worry. No I feel like they're watching me. They are. Yeah. But so is Instagram. Well, sorry, Met- the metaverse is watching. That's why I try to show off in the metaverse. <laughs> Facebook, they feel, I feel like it's nefarious. Like it's some creepy guy looking at me with binoculars. Like I don't even feel comfortable. My yeah, mom DM me on Facebook. I'm like, why aren't you calling me? The, the government's watching. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. <laughs> why did you text me on this? 
The day my mom has Facebook, I'm blocking her instantly. Oh, my mom's Facebook is just... It's a, it's a war zone out there, man. Like, her Facebook is extremely tragic. Mm. But she's, like, 60, so, you know, let her live. Really? It's just, like, hey, uh, like, this picture is nice. I'm, like, you're hot. You should have, like, a bang in Facebook, yo. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but she never what? listens to me. So, I'm going to show you guys a picture of my mom. Oh, my God, I'm going to show you the best picture. When me, you, Jermaine, and your mother go out for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> my mom doesn't drink, actually. And she's never gonna listen to this. Okay. <laughs> she I'm gonna send it to the first black tea episode a couple weeks ago. Because she doesn't <laughs> like things like this. She's a very religious woman. She's like you, Jermaine. Very God fearing. God bless her. God bless and her. You know what? Then I have another match. <laughs> oh my god. Please don't let it be a 60-year-old man for my mom and begging you. That's not where I was going with this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she really needs to be in a relationship at this point. Yeah, well, Jermaine. What else are you guy. gonna do? Yeah, Jermaine's very cool. I like him. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm I'm just trying to be out here for the people, man. And honestly, you know, like you're cool people, so we will Thank definitely. You. Care. Mel is fucking fantastic. Yo, man. I'm. Like, but I, awesome. Listen, man. Ever since she wrote that article, I was like, yo. No, Did you read any articles after that? I've written like forty no. articles after that. I, no, no listen, I know. Mind you, I know there are actually a number of articles that you did do, but I mean, that I did, was, of course there were. She just said there were a number of articles that she did. Know, but, but that uh, one was a big one. That was a big one. Right, that was the big one. But I mean, I didn't really like Twitter all that much. It's just recently this year I've been actually been on more of a Twitter thing. You know, so, this is what happened, Melena. He knew you were coming on the show. <laughs> he wanted to use that as his pickup line. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem like that type of dude to do that. He's not. He's actually a good person. I was like, why? <laughs> you have to understand. These past few episodes, Mandela has been slandering. <laughs> it just seems extremely unfair. <laughs> Hold on. One more thing. I just, I'm, I have finally have the window open. You guys are going to die. Because oh you'll God. be like, again, why is she single? My mom. I found the picture. What? I keep talking. I found the picture of my mom. You're going to be like, why is she single at 60? Oh, she's gonna be mad because she's like 59, me, but I, you're gonna understand. Okay, this is another example of why <laughs> do not crack. <laughs> this is no, she doesn't crack. I mean, imagine not drinking, not doing anything, taking good care of yourself. Like, Which she is, doesn't crack. I crack. I don't see crack. I don't see crack. I don't know. Uh, my, my family looks pretty. If you see the rest of my family, I look pretty old. <laughs> but I want your reaction to this picture. Okay. But Hold is on. that all for the goodbyes? Sorry. No, no, no. No, no. Okay, look, look now. I sent it. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> so send it to me through WhatsApp the, or Instagram. Oh, sorry. I sent it to the thing. Okay, I'll send it on Instagram. Send it to my WhatsApp. She's, the, she's on the right. Oh, for in the real? Blue dress, in the blue dress. Can the you right? send it to my Instagram? Yeah, I'm I want, it now. I would love yeah. to react. While blue dress. I was like, this, first of all, where'd you get that dress? I saw this, her on the TV. This is how you know we're black because we're supposed to like wrap this up like 20 minutes ago. Yep. I know. Jermaine, where can I they find you? I was supposed to wash you? my hair tonight. Sorry, Jermaine. I'm not washing your hair tonight. Well, like I said, um, Mel, we appreciate you coming. And of course, like anybody that knows Mel, follow her both on Twitter and Facebook. If anybody wants Instagram, not Facebook. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, oh, Instagram or Twitter. Yes, Instagram or Twitter. I apologize. Like, I got distracted by Mandela, but that's a different conversation. I'm <laughs> handsome as fuck. It's okay. Whatever. 
Uh, but if anybody wants to reach me, you can reach me at germs394, both on the Twitters and on Instagram. Don't follow me on Facebook. That's I get bored of that anyway. Hold on. Look at my mom. React, Wait, which please. one is she? She didn't even think she looked that good. She's the best looking person in my family. In the blue which, dress on the right. She was on TV? Yeah, because uh, that's, 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 that's my aunt getting sworn in. She supported oh. her. Those are her kids. Those are my cousins. Hold on. Look how good my mom looks. But weird. This is like three weeks ago, man. Listen, <laughs> if you see me at family dinner, don't ask no questions, right? <laughs> no, but she's so humble. It doesn't make any sense. I bet. One of my sisters looks just like her, and she she understands what she brings to the table. Believe mm. me. That's an awesome. <laughs> I look like I look like my sisters if they had a baby. Like one of my sisters looks like my mom, the other one looks like my dad, and I look like a mix of them. Good day, mommy. <laughs> hey, Jermaine, you're single, eh? So <laughs> listen, as as Mendoza alluded to, black people love to talk, even though we're supposed to wrap up. So, so. any final words, or if anybody can reach you, if they want, if you want them to reach you at all, well. So, am I still on um, social media witness protection? <laughs> you know what? Just what just, is wrong with you? Just <laughs> it's 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 you'd have to refer to the previous episode. You're used to this. Wow. No, <laughs> yes. this fun, so, so, let's just say this for your own protection. Just check out black people checking. Black people checking. <laughs> I'm right. trying to look for a job right now. And I don't need people listening to this podcast because we slander the White Walkers a lot. <laughs> so for my own employment, I found Jermaine. I found Jermaine's Instagram. I'm busy for the rest of the night. Oh, oh wow! You know when you have to like go through everyone's pictures and like them? Oh no, I see it. Like you, <laughs> one of my videos. Right. Ah, look at that bad. You just like wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Woo! Like, I'm, a, I'm a certified fuckboy. I like them all by the end of the day. Oh. Oh, I got four? Yo, you just like... Four in a row, and I went deep. Yeah, I know. I was just like, yo, this was like 2020. I know what to do. I know what Listen, to do. when her mom starts liking your Instagram, <laughs> then holla at me, okay? My mom's Instagram has only two pictures in it, and I just can't believe she's doing what she's doing. Sorry. And she's never posted that picture. What's her Instagram? I told her, put it on Tinder. I'll show you her Instagram. You're going to die when you see her Instagram. She has like one follower. Okay. I don't know what she's doing. On Tinder, she says. I don't. We don't even follow each other on Instagram. Jermaine is downloading Tinder as he's. As he's <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's just a regular woman on Instagram. Like mm. she needs to treat herself like a queen. Sorry, mm. let's end this because it's never gonna end. So black people check in. Right. B l a c k p p l check in. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Email us all your hate mail, black people check in <laughs> at gmail.com. Right. Any questions, comments, all full spelling, all one word, black people check in at gmail.com. If you want us to actually come to your campus and disturb stuff, we will do that too. Oh, shit. Wow, you guys yes. Wow, that's we, well, we would like to co the college campuses if they will let us on campus. Um, so holla at us, student unions, black student, black student unions, because we are black people checking, not people of color people checking, not my best friend is black people checking, not I adopted a black baby people checking. We are black people. And checking. even Sandra Bullock got some right now. Jesus. And not Sandra Bullock people checking, but that will be on the next episode of the Caucasity Chronicles. Dun, dun, dun. For Mandela, for Jermaine, for Milena. 
Mm-hmm. My name is Mandela, aka the president. Yes. This is Malena, aka the writing bad gal. Hold on, what do you really call her? What do you call her in the beginning? Oh my god. No, no. <laughs> that God knows what it was. No, what was what did I call yeah, it? Yeah, it was weird. Remember. I don't know, but I like when you gargle something. something. Disruptive or something. Was it a gargle something? <laughs> no, was, I don't know. You made remember. it up for sure. It was something weird. It was something weird. AKA germs under AKA germs, AKA Uncle Germs, AKA your girlfriends. He's just like a brother to me, <laughs> wink wink friend. I'm 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 <laughs> oh, man, you know what? <laughs> your aunties will love me, that's for sure. Yes, they were and mothers too. Holla. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> we're trying to we're, we're trying to match me. Anyways, good day. Well, I really try to live right, people. I really am. Nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you are not. She just showed you a picture. We're not of even allowed most... to swear on my podcast. Like this is a lot. I won't. I'm just swear gonna disappear. That. I'm just gonna vanish after tonight. I, I've had a good life. <laughs> no, but it's honestly been fine. It's been good. I mean, it hasn't been great, but it's been fine. Good night, good day, good afternoon, <laughs> good morning, good evening, people. We yeah. have black people check in. Melena, stay on the line after we stop recording. Yeah, I will, for sure. Peace. Peace. Peace.